Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show on a Monday, and Chris Stanley actually had a major meltdown during <laughs> the opening. What happened with you? You're just over there screaming next to me. I'm on the board in studio. Yeah. Shelby's on the board in the booth, and he starts screaming in my ear, We're up! We are up! I'm like, Yeah, motherfucker, I know the goddamn room is up. I'm listening to the fucking show start. But why can't you be happy that he, you know, <laughs> wants you to know that we're up? The show was on. He said it twice. He said it once. We're up, Chris. I told him before. I said you got Shelby. You got to keep Chris Stanley awake. <laughs> I'm fucking All wide right? awake. Sorry, uh, Fez kept looking at me. I wanted to tell him and tell you. I don't know. It was a misconception. Shelby, I don't think you spread did the word. I don't think you did anything wrong. I think you were on it. Oh, he did something. Wrong. He screamed in my ear. We're up. We're up. I wish that he would scream on your kind. Of look at Ron. Pay attention. <laughs> I'm going to spray paint that on the fucking glass in there. <laughs> Pay attention to Ron. I like having a tiny guy on your shoulders. <laughs> I'm going to send you both in the Thunderdome. <laughs> You're Master Blaster. I guess I have to be the retarded guy. Why do you got to always drop the other R word? You know, challenge the guy. Wait, is it the other R word? What's the first R word? Oh, yeah, rapist. <laughs> That's a word we don't use. I didn't know that. Except as a punchline. <laughs> okay. Um... Joan and Melissa Rivers are going to be in here within moments. Uh, their big TV show, Joan and Melissa, Joan Knows Best, premieres Saturday, March 29th, 10 o'clock on WeTV. WeTV, you ain't. That's their big. That's their big fucking slogan right now. Speaking of slogans, uh, the show. Uh, much to everybody's extreme happiness uh, down the hall, uh, went number one nationwide on Twitter, and then I believe fourth or fifth. You're saying fifth, but some people are telling me fourth. Nice. In my ear right now, Shelby screaming. Fourth! Actually, Ron, you're number four! And Summary is in ninth in Uganda, and I don't know what we're doing wrong there. How can they not be loving us in Uganda? Well, I don't think we speak the local vernacular. Uh, we got to start clicking more. Yeah. We just trended. I like those little people, though. I like them because... Are you mark my words? Africa's on the move up. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Africa's getting nice. They barely have water or food. You're barely a racist or a fucking <laughs> humanist. Um, so we said we'd give out a prize to one of the tweeters, and uh, that prize, I think the greatest prize we've ever given out, a Dr. J signed basketball. That's gigantic, man. Thank you. 
Uh, and let's give that one out here. I see you looking like you're looking at imaging. Are you going to hit something? Yeah, I'm going to hit something in a second. Why don't you just do it with your mouth? Don't you just do the imaging with your mouth? <laughs> the prize goes out to, uh, well, this gentleman. It's, uh, Bad Palingals, uh, for Listen, or Bobby Bennington is going to fuck you up. Hashtag Ron and Fair. Beauty. Beauty. Listen to that imaging. We're on top of things. This is an exciting winner. You've been uh, you've been itching for a vacay, huh, Chris? Oh, you need a little time, a little Eastern European time, a oh. little Caribbean time. No, 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 no. What do you think about nowhere? Nowhere. Stay staycation. Maybe going to far, you know, foreign lands isn't the best thing for me. You know, time differences really fuck you up. Okay. I don't know why you're so angry about it. Just <laughs> ask you a question. But, uh, yeah, we're a little late on the spring vacation this year. Normally, we take something... Uh, like, next. usually it'll be, like, next week. Yeah. Right around Easter. Or right yeah. before Easter, you know, right around there in April, March. When is Easter this year? April 20th. Or 20. Fez, yeah, Fez knows these things. <laughs> Fez is always on the calendar, girl. He's the calendar girl of the show. Sexy. Yeah. Uh, so 420, y'all. 420. This one's for JC, bro. I don't like that. I don't like the blasphemy of that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. You know they're going to be selling some sort of weird strain of pot called the Jesus Weed. Resurrection. Did, did you see the lovely pictures up on the eye bang of ScarJo? Oh, hell yeah. Scarlett Johansson. This is from her new movie. I believe it's gone. Finally taken out the tits and ass. <laughs> non-selfie version. She's something that I think everyone agrees is sexy. Oh, very much so. All right. Scar Joe, Jen Seltzer. You have two seconds. Jen Seltzer. Really? Yeah. Would you go to a Jen Seltzer movie? Yeah, I would go to it. If she got in, she got a film part, I'd go see it. A film part? Film part. Film part, okay. <laughs> Gotta be I was fun. trying to figure out. Fun film part. I don't speak slobber, so I had no uh, idea where that was going. Uh, what do you think of the discard, Joe? Love her. I mean, she's a great actress, plus, like, you know, pretty hot. May I say so myself. You so came out with, seriously, a nice critical point of view there. You're like a critic. Then I don't believe the pretty hot uh, part out of him, though. Did you see the Nicki Minaj uh, pole dancing? No, I did not see the Nicki Minaj pole That's dancing. That's up on the eye bang. Uh, she's 45 and delivering. She's 45 and doing all the things people wanted her to do that she was when she was 25. I don't know why women have a tendency to do that. It's like Jennifer Aniston will get around to doing, you know, full nudity, but two decades after you asked for it. Yeah, like ScarJo, she's going to get naked, but it's got to be some indie film that right. she cares a lot about, not like, you know, The Avengers. She's not going to get naked uh, for Hustler. My tits are integral to the fucking plot of this well, film. All right, so Nicki Minaj, Scar Joe, where do you go? Nicki Minaj. Over Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. That's a bold statement. <laughs> she kind of scares me, that Nicki Minaj. Like, even if you Most women scare you. Even if you <laughs> oh, shit. That's a knock against me. <laughs> 
Why does she scare you? Like, even if you were fucking her, like, really good, she'd oh still be mad God. at you. If really, I'd I was fucking her at you. real good. I honestly feel like I could get arrested for talking to you about this. <laughs> meet behind the building at three. He's like, somebody's just going to come up and, and press charges for uh, talking sex with a small boy. He's really uncomfortable when he talks what he just said. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's such a weirdo. Everybody in that car has hard-ons right now. Ugh. What? You're so disgusting. He thinks he gives men wood with his girl-like voice. and Yeah, well, that mouth will give a man wood. A certain kind. I don't get him at all. Mm. He's a strange, odd boy. Coming up in just a couple moments. You watch the, the Melissa, um, the Jonah Melissa show? I've, uh, I've seen a couple episodes in the first season. Yeah. It's good. Well, they're they're they're, uh, they're viral right now over this RJ thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the big thing that uh, everyone's just blowing up over. Well, the Kanye went big over the weekend, where everybody made fun of him. I guess a lot of people were mad that Kanye was in Vogue magazine with Kim. Yeah, and the they kid. were on the cover, and uh, so they you know made fun of that. And then Joan comes up with the RJ thing. And this is like a bad weekend for them. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad that RJ's still getting some talk. Because I think that Kim K sex tape is a little bit forgotten about. Like, she's moved past the lot. She didn't move in that fucking sex tape, so... Awful. She might as well move on. Finally start moving. <laughs> I hope fucking Kanye taught her. All right, so um, the legendary. And she doesn't like to be called legend. But from a comedy stand, uh, standpoint... Um, Joan Rivers, an icon. Jonah Melissa, Joan Knows Best, premieres Saturday, March 29th, 10 o'clock on the East. Let's bring him in. Jonah Melissa Rivers. We were like, what, what do these guys play on this show? Like, anyway, what is that? What is that re- song that just repeats and repeats, and I'm never quite sure what it said. Something's gone wrong in the neighborhood, or something like that. The uh, Joan and Melissa Joan knows best premieres Saturday, March 29th, uh, ten o'clock on the East Nine Central on We TV. Not that everyone doesn't know this because you've gone viral again over this. RJ thing Thank is... Thank God. Yeah. yeah. I, Ray I didn't J. expect it. Ray, Ray J. J. Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. Yeah. What does it matter? <laughs> good looking is good looking. Yeah, we did a porn... T- uh, nobody has ever thought of doing uh, an o- a slightly older woman porn. Uh-huh. 
The last one I did was with Moses. There's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason because I, you know. But the nice thing is, we did it in a very dark room. <laughs> now, now you say that, but I honestly think that the episode that you did with Louis C.K. was incredibly sexy. Incredibly well, he sexy. He made it sexy. Yeah. He went after. He really started yeah. up with me. Yes, he that did. That was all improv. Is that right? Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> But he's I thought so it good. really worked. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was a great episode. I think yeah. he's a great filmmaker. Yeah. But you guys, I, I hope you go back and do the show again because... Well, tell him that. Yeah, I will. I will I'll stay on about that. His uh, season starts up again pretty soon. Um, Melissa, for you, is this show crazy for you to be you know, doing this, you and your mom out here, on this kind of reality show stuff? Is it crazy? Yeah, I mean, you um, are really putting a lot out there. Oh, absolutely. But it's nice because I find that people now understand why I am the way I am. Okay. It explains my psychoses now. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, really? It's because of that. No. Um, I don't know. I haven't. Th- I don't really think about it anymore. Really? I'm, I'm, but I'm, You're that I'm, comfortable with it. But I'm, I'm also very clear as to where my lines are. Mm-hmm. And her lines have changed in four years. Is that right? Oh, God, yeah. I think it's a much wilder show. It's a much funnier show. I think this season, and I'm not just saying this, like, yeah. people always going, this is a great season, then it sucks. But uh, this is a terrific season because she also finally said, oh, f- fuck it. Right. All right, film it. Let it go. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, the boyfriend, the difference with you in bed with the boyfriend well, can- now than two years ago. <laughs> Lot more, you know. We got to see you, but also, boobies and but also, I, I'm very also, I'm also very clear on where my line with my son is. Uh huh. So. That's the only important yes. thing to you. Well, that's, that's all that point. matters. Yeah. We'll that, that's nice. We'll change that's that nice. season five. <laughs> that's nice, mother. That's I'm, lovely. I'm throwing that's him into the mix. Nice. <laughs> that's um, that's you know. See, to me, to you know, a lot of these shows, you have to come up with things yes. for the people to do. But you have Joan Rivers, a, a comedic genius, on the show. I imagine they're just going to let you run with ideas, right? The joke is that we would send film in or tape into we. Yeah. And they would say, no, no, no. We want reality here. And we, Melissa would say to them, no, that actually happened. Right. That happened. That absolutely happened. And then they go, oh, okay. Is there a certain freedom, though, when you put so much stuff out there that, you know, now nobody can hurt you with anything, though? Is it? Oh, people can hurt you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't think putting it out there has anything to do with people hurting you. In the, I mean, we're not do we're not tabloid people right so it's not you know there's nothing anyone there's no deep dark skeleton that something's gonna pop out and unless there's something you haven't told me right i'm hoping yeah but Joan, i'm always hoping they'll find out something i was thinking when you just said we're not tabloid people were you like one of the first comics to really use the tabloid stories on stage though and was anyone probably doing, yeah i, I don't know the if first, any... first one to really say which goes back to the red carpet yeah that this one's a drunk and this one's a this right and this one's a that people are always so scared to say anything negative about our stars in those days yeah exactly and the very strange thing about comedy is like every other art form we always give credit to the people who did stuff first 
And for some reason in comedy, we never do that. We just... Because well, nobody really knows who's done what. Yeah. You know, that, it, it's not like putting a song out where you can say Elvis was the first to do this. Right. Uh, I know when uh, David Brenner passed away the other day, we got around saying, you know, critically, David Brenner, is a gigantic amount of people followed him what he but did. But he was gone. I find fame very interesting. You ask... 12 people on the street, if they're under 30, who he is, they wouldn't have a clue. Which is fascinating because he was one of the very first to really bring observational humor. Absolutely. Absolutely. To the mainstream. Oh, yeah. God, was he funny. He was so funny. And I think, I, I might be wrong with this, weren't you and David the first time two comics went first out? First time mm-hmm. two comics went out. Melissa was a little girl. Mm-hmm. She went on tour with us. Yeah. And we went out and we didn't know who would go first and who would go second. Yeah. And so we would toss a coin backstage. Every night it would every be... Every night. And every night it turned out... <laughs> David went first. <laughs> <laughs> Two-headed coin? But we toss that coin every night. But, because, uh, you know, that whole thing, well, who's first? I've never believed in that. Right. I've always said, if you can't... I like to go on early mm-hmm. and knock them out and walk away. Okay, job done, going yeah. home. And, uh... Uh, a lot of people say, "Well, you got a headline. I got to be the next to last." No, you're no, and crazy. then you guys close, always closed the show together. Then we then we'd come back and we'd take questions to the audience. And he was genius at that. Yeah, and like you said, for some reason we don't hold if if a if a, if any kind of movie star from any era dies, you oh know, they God. get all the yeah. accolades in the world. But there's something about comedy. Are the lowest form of human. <laughs> Right. Uh, showbiz endeavor. My mother, to the day she died, never said I was a comedian. She said she's a writer. Is that right? I was hosting the Carson show. <laughs> she's a writer. She's a writer. So proud of her. She's yeah. a writer. Yeah. That is the strangest thing. Yeah. Uh, well, comics about comedy. always think of garbage. I wonder hey, why. Take my <laughs> three nuns and a rabbi. We're eating the chicken. You know? <laughs> I'd like you to expand on where that one was about to go. I was loving it though. It was really good. Three nuns and a rabbi are eating the chicken. chicken. I know I'm going somewhere for and an anus walked, joke. And they went into the bar to get a napkin, and yeah. the bartender said it was a midget. Yeah, <laughs> behind the bar with a duck on his head. Joan, as long as long as you've been doing this, you're still jotting jokes down. Constantly. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse Going into me. the purse. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? This is what I was thinking about last night because I'm now doing all these things. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. There's just little pieces of scrap paper, scrap paper. and it's just always going. That was from the, the breakers in West and Palm Beach. This is from, there were most of them from, from uh, yeah, look at this. This is from another place. I can't even read where it's from. Hotel. Uh, the hotel, something in, uh, can't even read it. You know, and you're still just writing it down on scrap paper, yeah. napkins, wherever. You don't wherever. think. There it is. Yeah. Oops. That is amazing. Okay, okay. Don't, don't touch it. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You never stop. Because you don't know when it's going to be funny. Thank right. you so much. Someone, someone just picked it up. You don't know when it's going to be funny. And if you don't have a piece of paper and a pencil, you're a fool because it's gone. Right. But I don't or think you put it in your phone. I don't think that most people phone, get yeah. though that it's like a twenty-four hour job, you know. But it's so much fun. You still enjoy oh, it just God, as much. When they laugh, I you know you write you think of a joke, and then you go and you say it, and they laugh, and you know bingo, oh, it's yeah. great. And then when they don't laugh, it's like kill your babies. 
that still, after all this time, just it hurts just me. as much. I said something other. I know I'll go back, and I don't mean to. Uh, I was talking about how I hate children. I really don't <laughs> like children. And uh, Sophie's Choice, <laughs> Meryl Streep's the only show I didn't like her in because when she got a check, she got rid of them both. <laughs> Take them both. I'm out of here. I'm single again. <laughs> and the audience went, oh. He said, well, okay. Okay. Okay, not, next. Not working. <laughs> Is uh, what's it been like for you though, Melissa? Like now, you say your your son's kind of dealing with your childhood was like, right? Where very similar, yeah, very similar. Except he's getting a double dose because he has mommy and grandma, right? Um, but he knows he, he gets it. He knows. I had Cooper in December, mm-hmm. and. I was back on the red carpet for the Golden Globes, which is usually the third week of January or the second week of January. So I literally went right back to work less than six weeks after I had my son. Yeah. And I just picked him up and took him. And off we went to the dressing room. So it's just like me. He's just never known any other life. He does get a double dose. He, however, has realized that my mother and he are kindred spirits. Is that right? In the sense of they have the common enemy, which is me. (laughs) (laughs) His first words were room service. (laughs) Room service. (laughs) No, but they do. They have a common enemy, Mm -hmm. and that'd be me. But you know that is life, right? I mean, it's the family business. If you're, yes. you know, if you're a family or fisherman, you're out on the boat exactly. as a young age. Exactly. They have a restaurant. You're bussing tables. Yes. It, 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 so to him, it's very, very yeah. normal. Right. I think that we put a, a too big of an emphasis on what normal is well, because what, what's so great well, about that anyway? No, but to me, normal is the family values. Right. Normal is Oy. not necessarily. The, the structure in which they're taught. Mm-hmm. I had a very normal childhood in very extraordinary circum- surroundings and right. circumstances. But I still had the basic normal But, but you felt childhood. like this is a safe place and these people... Well, no, I've never felt safe. But <laughs> that's really between me and my therapist and we don't have enough time for that, nor is it appropriate. I think that's the next booth over. Wouldn't that be... That would be the, the, the show to do is just you and your therapist for a while. Yeah, it would be. But I'm also the one that calls my therapist because my therapist says, you know what, I'm a canceling a day and he says why and I said because I'm having a good day I don't feel like dredging up my past and getting depressed mm. you know I'm that I'm that patient I'm like yeah I'm fine well, we taught yeah. her very good things we taught her you know marry for money mm-hmm. <laughs> Never t- deep values <laughs> sell your body don't be a fool yeah. fake yeah. orgasm what does it yeah. matter there's plenty of pieces of your soul to sell yeah, for God's sakes it's a family business were, so you, were you out on the road too mm-hmm. Melissa so you were saying when the- oh, I remember being out there with my mom and David Brenner I remember yeah. being babysat by Gary Shanley I remember, I mean, those, Billy and that's, Crystal. and Billy, I mean, that's where my son's um, experience is different because I'm not on the road as much. Right. I don't go and do stand up, I don't do concerts. You know, when I travel for work, generally I try and keep it on, on a shorter time span. I'm not on these huge tours, but when I am, I take them. Yeah. You know, but for him, normal is, well, the, we, normal, normal is prepping for a red carpet or fashion police or the, re- well, or the reality show. I mean, literally, we shoot in my house, our bedrooms are upstairs, we live over at the shop. Mm. But also when we were doing In Bed with Joan, which is on the internet, he ran the camera the first two shows. Well, you just got to work. You got to earn your keep in our house. Or very like, earn your keep. Yeah. And then he was very upset because the show started to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Joan dot com. And he and, thought he was going to be getting out of school to do this. <laughs> and suddenly we had a real cameraman. Like, What's yeah. up with you, that? Remember that? Yeah. That was not, not ha- happy. Not happy. So my mother did explain to him, that was the funniest thing you've said to him in a long time. Mm. The other day, when you said to him, you know that at 21 we present you with a bill. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's enough for free, Cooper. <laughs> you get a bill at 21. Getting a fucking bill here. Okay, but he just got his braces off. He's like, oh, I'm so happy they're off. And she goes, oh, you weren't going to be happy when you get the bill. <laughs> what bill? Like, oh, at 21, you get a full itemized bill. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, yeah. here it is. Here right? it is. I hope you enjoyed your stay. Don't worry, don't worry about college loans. You owe mommy a lot. Right. <laughs> Uh, Lose another retainer, why don't you? Joan and Melissa, Joan Knows Best, premieres Saturday, March 29th, uh, 10 p.m. in the East on WeTV. And then you're going to be appearing in New York City at the uh, Beachman Theater April 1st. And I... I and I'm always there, by the yeah, way. You, you know, love that place. I love it. Uh, I just look it up when I'm there. If I have a free night and I'm in New York, I go there. And I just, I hate the term, I riff. There's yeah. nothing like an 80-year-old woman trying to say, you know, because I'm still from the era where you say hep. Right. Yeah. Everybody's up. Who were the comics when you were breaking in? Who were the comics? The most amazing time. George Carlin, Richard Pryor. I'm talking about sitting in a row yeah. at the bitter end with a number. Wow. George, uh, Woody was there, Woody Allen, really? Lily Tomlin, uh, Bob Dylan was walking around the middle of winter without a coat or a yeah. scarf, uh, uh, Cosby. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing I put that line up against anybody, the, yeah. the people yeah. waiting at the bitter end. All waiting to go on. All waiting to go on. And all of us did well. And we had dinner one time, Cabot. Yeah. We had dinner about... Uh, we did some comedy show for some charity, and it was about six years ago. And it was uh, Woody and Cabot and um, Pryor was still around then. And we were all having dinner. And it was so nice because anybody could pick up the check. Anybody could grab it yeah, then. it was such a nice feeling. We all... So they let me have it. <laughs> so suddenly everyone got kangaroo arms. Suddenly they all suddenly <laughs> kangaroo arms. No one can reach for that. Delimite, delimite, alligator. And again, you know, we talk about that with comedy that they'll go back and make you know movies and documentaries about early scenes. But that scene that you were talking about is just extraordinary. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. real American history. Those are the people that shaped comedy over the next few decades. And what I say to comics, and I really believe this if you're good it's going to happen it right. may happen at a different time i was the last one through mm-hmm. absolutely the last one through uh but eventually it's going to happen and but, you just have to know that larry david 20 damn years right you know before anybody said hey right that guy's good oh god is he good yeah what about, we always do this thing called the comedian that changed your life. Was there some comedian that you looked at or, oh. and so. Oh, don't even yeah. finish the sentence. Yeah. Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. Nothing to discuss. Nothing to discuss. I was lucky enough, we were at the bid around holding the numbers. He was across the street at a place called Cafe Wa getting busted. And we were able to run across and see him. Can't touch him. Nobody still can touch him. And you wonder if he was alive, what he'd be talking about now. Yeah. What was it about him that, that made him that leap, you think, that went out? I told the truth. Mm. I know this sounds stupid, and that's what I try to do. Told the truth. And also sexy as hell. Such a... Oh, oh, oh you have no idea. The women were mad about him. And the men loved him because he was a man's man mm-hmm. and told... The truth. I would go around and he knew, you know, like all this stuff now. And I do it in my act. He'd say, yeah, you're a nigger, you're a wop, you're a kike, you're a frog, you're a chinkarino. Everybody's something to stop it. Yeah. And you went, yeah. yeah. And then he would do the act. 
It was amazing. It was amazing. Isn't it funny that he was doing that 50 years ago and we still let words hurt us today and, and what are we going to do? And He did something yeah. that was so nice for young people. I was... I'm so sorry because I should let Melissa talk. Yeah, but she's heard this story a million times. Uh-huh. Um, I was at the bitter end doing my own act and bombing. And uh, he came over one night and he sent me a note. You're right there wrong. Held it in my bra and went on. And I ended up on Carson, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting with George Carlin one night, years later. We're both okay now. And I said to George, you know what kept me going? Letty Bruce came over and saw me and sent me a note. You're right, they're wrong. He said he sent me the same note. (laughs) So I think he sent it to every comedian around. That's so great. How sweet in a way. He would see a comedian, he would send them a note. You're right, they're wrong, Lenny Bruce. And that's, you know, what's great is like that goes back to that Louis episode where he came up and, you know, it was so rough and you just, your character just gave him so much shit. You, you just keep going, keep you know, going. keep was, going no matter what's happening. Yeah, it was, it was a whole different era. It's so great to have you guys in here. I'm, I'm happy that uh, things are working out for you. It's uh, Joan and Melissa Rivers. Joan Knows Best premieres Saturday, March 29th, 10 o'clock on the East Weed TV. Thank you so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Much. We'll see you next time coming through. Ron and Ben on Raw Dog, Serious XM Comedy Hits, Channel 99. It's the Ron and Fez Show. And our phone number is 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We are the Ron and Fez Show. Uh, Shelby, you always look like shit on a daily basis these days. What's wrong with you? Sick? I think it's just that I'm not getting enough sleep, really. I've got to be honest. You want me to come over and rock you to sleep every night when I can't make it? I'll send Chris over and some nights Fez... Just saying Chris over every time. Oh, you're worried about Fez? This is weird. Chris Chris is the one we have to worry about touching children. Why is this getting passed around on the show every goddamn day now? He has a cradling embrace. Um, Now, Chris, let's not make this about you. It's about Shelby. Are you afraid of your new apartment? Is it scary there? It's not, like, scary. Well, the other night it was about 2 a.m. and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get to sleep. And uh, I hear the very familiar, you know, you can't mistake it, people fucking. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounded like more than one person, at least at least three, maybe four. And it's like really loud. Like this girl's loving it. Have you, have you seen her before? Um, yeah, I think I've seen her before. You know, I mean, she's, she's okay looking, but she... I mean, it, the sound of it was really hot. But she sounds like she, she can really have sex. She, I mean, like, I've heard, you know, it's, they're obviously play it up if you're mm-hmm. watching a porno. This sounded like those people would tell her to tone it down a bit. Like, I want to say something right now. Yeah. I think audio, hearing people have sex, is much sexier than seeing them have sex. Hold on a minute. What yeah. is that? <laughs> I would be, I would go so far as this. 
all porns should just be CDs. They should not be DVDs. They should just be audio. Because then your mind can go, and you can imagine it to be much more enjoyable, and you're not looking at a guy's balls flopping back and forth. Yeah. You, my friend, and you get to see this girl in the laundry room. So your life should be fucking gold right now. I wish there was a laundry room. I have to walk a couple of blocks. Oh, you're one of those guys? <laughs> see, that's enough to keep me out of any building. I'm not going to be walking down the street with a fucking bag like an idiot. And it sounded like, it sounded hot, but then after like 15 minutes, it, she was like still going. And I was like, it got in, like it got to be at the point where like, it's like I wanted to go up there and not even to join in, but just to see like, <laughs> okay. how the hell is, what kind of machine do they have right All here? Right, this is, this is the thing. Here's what happened to you, Shelby. A, you lost any enjoyment factor once you busted that little nut of yours. <laughs> B, fucking for 15 minutes is not exactly stud stuff. Oh, marathon was, session, Ron. She was at, like, peak. I, I swear she had to been, like, orgasming for, like, 15 minutes. Dude, you gotta get us pictures of this girl. I'm not saying you have to get pictures of nude. I just wanted <laughs> to see what she looks like walking around the building. Uh, it, I wouldn't call it a building if there's like two floors. Really. What, the squad? I mean, She's two floors up and you're still hearing it? There's just like two floors in the building. Oh. It's not like uh, taking an elevator anywhere, but. I think she has like dyed hair, you know, Hot. but. Hot. You know, like I said, audio's a little better. Right. I no, mean, it sounded, to, like, sounded like he had to have some contraption, maybe uh, on like a pogo stick, <laughs> no. working that. Did you bust the nut listening? No, I was just li I didn't just lie in there. Just See, like, I don't believe that at all. He's lying. He's no, who would? no he's nuts weird. are busted. He's the weird nuts, about sex stuff. The nuts were enclosed the entire time. Can you tell if it's the so sounds like the same guy every time, or is she just running a parade through there? For all um, I know, there have been like three chicks. I didn't hear a guy moaning at all. Now, <laughs> that's even hotter. Uh -huh. I will say this: once I was crashed out in a comedy condo and heard a. You know, woke up to the uh, to hear uh, a very famous fucking comedian railing, railing the hostess of the fucking club. And uh, it cracked me up. And now, of course, that memory is even, you know, better. Um, Shelby, this is not for public use. because I'm just going to put it out for you right now to let you know the legendary factor nice. of that fuck thing. Um, I think that you're taking... Here's what I'm, I'm thinking you're doing. You're taking lemonades and making it in the lemon. You're in a great situation, <laughs> and you're bitching about it, and this is why I'm giving you the nickname Little Fez Jr. No. You are finding a way to make everything shitty. There's too many people fucking around me. Uh, that is a pretty good impression of you. Uh, That's a pretty goddamn good impression look, of you. Look, there's some old broad lives next to me. Hates my cigarette smoke. She's an older woman. She has gray yeah. hair. Has a new young dude with her every time I see her. Like a young guy. Like tw lower 20s. I love it when I hear her bang. I think it's hysterical. <laughs> See, I'm like, good for you, old broad. You're catching something. You are so old-time New York that you should have like five, six locks on your door. <laughs> you remember those movies where you see people like locking everything they possibly could? Oh, hell yeah. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> I kind of wish it was. Okay, I'm coming. Clank, clank, ching, ching, yeah. ching, unlock, hinge. And there would be that big bar, that fucking <laughs> yeah. famous bar that everyone would have there. 
Make sure you get that deadbolt on. Have you ever heard people like doing it and it was not like that sounded really unimpressive? Like, come on, the guys. I, I could hear him starting and stopping every 10 seconds. Yeah, it was for his folks. <laughs> I think you're, uh, you're demonstrating an ability just to find something shitty. I think it also comes back to this. You don't like that apartment. You feel you made a mistake. When you moved into that apartment, you did it because you just want to get out of your last place. You got to get your ass to Brooklyn. I'm looking into Brooklyn right now. <laughs> How Where's Kokomo Joe? Kokomo Joe always tells me, uh, can I come in and do things with you? I'm. He actually said to, like, to me, he goes like this, I'm headlining Gotham, right? He tells me he's headlining Gotham, and I go like this, you're not headlining the Gotham Comedy Club. I know you're not. And then he <laughs> says this to me, you know, because they send us things. And if it, if it said an ex-intern was on it, I'd be fucking going, oh my God. He goes... Well, I am headlining under Gotham. I go, what is under Gotham? Yeah, they He's, got a little room. They got a little room downstairs. I go, then stop telling me what you're headlining. So, <laughs> he, I said, you know, you can come in and promote anytime. Oh, I'd love to come in and hang with you guys. And then I never see him. But you should be hanging with him and becoming friends with his shitty hip friends. You know? You, I don't want you to be lonely boy anymore. Every weekend that kid's out, and I fucking run into him. He's like, "Oh, I got so messed up at some bar." Yeah. Oh, I'm party. with these hot chicks. Yeah. Oh, and he's not as cool as Shelby. But here's your thing, Shelby. Yeah. You're becoming little Fez Junior. <sighs> you're you're isolating yourself and bitching about your life. This is a problem. Got down next a rabbit thing, hole here. Yeah. Next thing I know, you're going to be blowing softly into a fucking harmonica at a five. I thought I was going to hear the harmonica then. I guess that's already over. Um, Hicks, when you hear people bitch the way he does, can you believe it? I, I'm fucking... He's what, 23 years old? Got 23 a, years young. Yeah, young. Got a beautiful place in Queens? Not beautiful. Oh, no. Remember you're not when supposed you told us he was getting a fucking place with a two-car garage? Fireplace. Yeah, a fireplace. Uh, he was going to have balcony view views of both rivers and downtown. <laughs> what he needs to do, I'm telling, tell, and he's not going to listen to me, but I'm going to tell him what he needs to fucking do. Find a fucking loft in Bushwick with five other people that are all fucking sharing it for fucking five, six hundred bucks a month and move in there. And right. there you have a social life now and you live in a cheaper place. They're done. Done. Over. And then with me, he's like, oh, I could have got that apartment, but they were going to raise the rent in six months. I go, that would have been six fucking months. Balling. Living fly, pissing off the fucking balcony, <laughs> having some fucking fun. And he goes like this, I didn't even think of that. Stop trying to act like you want to put your roots down. You're young. That black family screwed him over. Or he screwed them over, rather. Lord knows what happened out there. Some kind of penthouse forum bullshit. Mm -hmm. Fucking black on white. Or white on black. I don't know. Let's just turn the mics off. Say what we really need to say here. <laughs> what is it? You Is there something you're not telling us? No, just maybe drop a few M-bombs. Who knows? Get you know, crazy. That, I don't like that kind of racism. My best friend is black. His name is Earl Douglas. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. And he told me the other day that he can lift over 160 pounds. Wow. Just not all at the same time. <laughs> oh. He can do 20 pounds eight times. Is that good? You know, he's, he's, putting, he's putting himself out there. 
Yeah, I, he is. I don't think I could do that. He was telling me the other day that filtered excellence is his favorite thing in the whole world. And I go, you, who've never even attempted good, you know what I mean, <laughs> are all about excellence and what you demand in your entertainment. Errol Douglas is an odd duck. He isn't, he, isn't, he isn't tied into reality. I've noticed that the biggest sports fans are the least competitive with their own work. You know what I mean? Like, if you're the type of person, if you're a Yankees fan, and you demand the World Series every year, and if you don't win a World Series, you want a coach fired, you want a pitcher traded, if you're that kind of fan, you probably suck at your own job. You're not competitive at all and don't demand anything in your own work. You're most likely unemployed. And I actually think that wrestling fans just demand, uh, like, it's almost like a fantasy life. Like, here is sports if we could just fantasize about them rather than watch them. One of well, them. you'll know your favorite will eventually win. Not every week, but eventually your guy will get over. Who's your guy? Well, uh, the Daniel Bryan um, saga. I have no idea what you're talking about. Daniel Bryan, he's... That's uh, not a good wrestling name. <laughs> they don't, have, they like, don't do that anymore. They have wrestling names that are just like almost impossible to announce. Everyone's using their real name. It's Chris Mitchell. It's <laughs> That's <great>. crazy. <laughs> Even that's too good to what they have now. All right, give me the Daniel Bryan saga. Daniel Bryan has been put down by the man, by the WWE and the authority, which is Triple H and Stephanie McMahon and Vince before them. And he has been for well over, I, I would say, eight months trying to get his fair shake at the WWE World Championship. So that's supposed to happen at WrestleMania. Wait, so what are you telling us about him? No, I'm telling you that eventually, uh, people, ha Daniel Bryan fans have been through this for eight, nine months. WrestleMania should be the time when they finally get their sports fantasy to come true. So he's your man right now. Yeah, I love Daniel. I think he's, I think he's really good for the sport. Looks what does he do? Cuts great promos. Did you just say he, he looks harmless? Moves? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. That's going for the joke. He looks harmless. No, I see. He does look harmless as far as wrestler and homeless. <laughs> well, here's what I would say. Um, I think that he did that fucking um, movie, and now it's a Broadway play of the Irish guy just <laughs> singing. What is it? Once. Yeah. He looks like the guy from Once. Or like just a not fat guy that they pulled out of the crowd. Like he 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 does he works outside, you know, yeah. he's in shape, but you know, he's not really he doesn't need to take care of himself hygiene wise. Mm. I was watching uh North Dallas forty the other day, right? And there was no football player in that that had any tone to them at all. <laughs> Everybody, and really, back in the 70s, you weren't overly ripped. There were some big guys, you know, but they weren't overly ripped. Yeah, you just were either tall and big or maybe short and big, but not, you haven't worked out. No, you haven't worked out. They would literally spend more time drinking 
<laughs> and eating bad food. That was the workout. Then they did working out. And they would actually show guys at practice dogging it. Like, really not trying too hard. Like, I don't know if I even care that we're playing Chicago. So the guys in the steel curtain didn't have a team nutritionist? No! No, they didn't. Every once in a while, they would throw around the medicine ball, and then they would have a fucking contest to see who could eat the biggest piece of fucking steak. I mean, more kale. No, they didn't even have kale. Was, kale was only a couple years old. I don't know where it's been. And it went from, I never heard of it, till I heard of it constantly. Kale chips are so hot right now. now. I just saw a thing the other day. They said how kale can kill you. Of course it can. It's, it's a, a fucking the cancer killer. Yeah, it is. And it's a secret killer. You're correct about that, Fez. Kale kills people. They uh, also the the old football players. They would have to go get regular jobs during the off season. Pete Rose actually had a job in the off season until like the 1970s. Fucking showboating Pete Rose. He's rookie of the year, an all star. And like it was like okay, it's October, time for me to start selling cars <laughs> until March when I head down. And he would actually walk around and go like you know a lot of uh, I think it would be good to work here. Well, Pete, we're looking for somebody full time. I understand, but you know a lot of people like baseball. Well, maybe they'll come by here, see a baseball player, and get caught up in it and selling cars. Well, that's interesting, Rose. Let's take a look at this idea. Could you imagine now if every time you want to go out and get a fucking SUV, you would swing by and see what A-Rod uh, had to say about it? <laughs> we hear Jeter's attending bar downtown. Let's go, go, go down there. Oh, uh, I'll tell you, who you, a lot of those guys would tend bar, too. Yeah, that's why they call them the Packers, because they're like meat packers. Well, when those, they, I mean, yeah. they, the Packers got their name from the 20s or 30s yeah. when it was basically like, hey, you know what? It's hard here at the factory, but if you ever got any free time, you know, we're talking about starting a football team. Oh, what? Some of us play. <laughs> it's almost, that, at that point, it was almost like a law firm who had an after-work fucking softball team. And then one day you go like this, we're getting pretty good. Maybe if we get rid of the girls, we can move into the National League. <laughs> I hate any fucking team that isn't a reflection, the team name, that isn't a reflection of what actually happens in that city. Oh, you're not a fan of the Utah Jazz then. Thank you. Thank you. Change the name when you move there. Couldn't be more opposite. This, it's the craziest name ever. Yeah. They were in New Orleans, and they took a hike, but, you know, probably should have named them the Lakers, maybe. They got the Salt Lakes. Take the Lakers, when they moved to L.A., give them a different name. No, it's true. Lakers, they were a Minneapolis team, so they were named after the, what are they called, the Thousand Lakes? or Ten Thousand. Ten Thousand Lakes, whatever. That made a little sense. Then they moved out to L.A., and just kept it as the Lakers. Why, is that because you guys have a lot of lakes around here? Uh-uh. No, but some other place did. So that's why we keep it. They go. They don't like take into consideration like good names either, like the New Orleans Pelicans. 
It's nonsense. It is nuts. And I can never remember it. And I'll be watching ESPN and I'll be like, the Pelicans were up. And I'm like, Pelicans? How's, is that even a fucking team? That's why I never liked the Raptors. Fucking, it's not, what does dinosaurs have to do with that? I, I think they started. Like Jurassic Park yeah, they is. Did. So it's like that's like the Mighty Ducks then. Like they yeah. yeah. What the well, fuck? no, it's not the same as Mighty Ducks cuz Mighty Ducks actually was a movie tie-in. <laughs> you know where the Raptors they're just like, "Hey, kids seem to like this fucking movie. Let's just steal it." But today they'd be like the Toronto Sharknados. And that was during the 90s when jerseys were just really tacky and they just tried to fit as much on as they could, so they had a little dinosaur on the jersey. I don't consider anything tackier than what the fucking Bucks are doing. With those jerseys. That's the end of the line, in my opinion. I don't understand the Bucks, how they have any fans. Because they're not going to win. They're never going to win a championship. They won in 2002. That season. Milwaukee? What year is this? Well, this is 12 years later. Milwaukee did not win in 2002. <laughs> we were talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their new uniforms. No, we were talking about the... Milwaukee Bucks in their new uniforms. They have new uniforms? Milwaukee yeah. Bucks. Like, antler bucks. B-U-C-K-S. Bucks. I only think of, I only hear one bucks in my head. The animal. Lou Alcindor played for the Milwaukee Bucks. But now, like, if any... You could go to any team. Who's going to Milwaukee. If you could pick any team, like an all-star, he's a free agent of all these teams, I'm going to go to Milwaukee. Can you imagine if you found out you were traded there? You're like, do those people even like basketball? Guess I'm going to become an alcoholic. I mean, I guess if you lived in Wisconsin, then you're a fan, but there's no reason you should be a Bucks fan living outside of Wisconsin. Wow, you're fucking harsh. Fucking Bucks. How do you feel about the Brewers? Hate them. Look, you're you're not that far from Chicago when you're there. You like, must you hate the Vernon Shirley reruns. That's before his time. That's why I threw out reruns. Because they're on all the time. No, she had that what she had that L that she put on her clothes, or is that somebody else? No, that was Laverne. Score one for Shelbster. <laughs> Why? Getting L's right. Your whole life is L's. Not many W's, but a lot of L's. Yeah, L, living it up. The new NBA commissioner was saying that uh, <laughs> it's only a matter of time before NBA jerseys are all sponsorships. Like soccer, like soccer teams in Europe. Why? He says we're just uh, the the money's going to be needed. It's just going to be it's the money's going to be needed. You're paying, you're paying guys fucking twenty eight million dollars a year. No one said you had to do that. I think the WNBA is already doing that, and that still doesn't seem like enough. Like I don't understand how any how they have a TV deal even. It's as popular as girls basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at any high school, it's the same way. Girls team is playing. You sure you, know you guys don't want to come see? No. I'll turn on a game if I'm watching one. I'll end up watching it. But I never think, oh, I gotta watch. It's the Liberty playing Damn, tonight. It's a good layup. Solid layup. 
You're a ball buster. You're more of a basketball fan than any but anybody here, though, right? Yeah. You and uh, Norris are our biggest basketball fans. Well, you like, both. Yeah, slept with quite a few basketball players. I'd put up some uh, some numbers with some players, sure. I feel like he was gay, and a basketball did, player did bang him. He'd kill him. He'd, a basketball player would destroy Shelby. His body would be ripped apart. Why well, is it just basketball? I think I could kill him with my dick right now if I wanted to. Let's <laughs> 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 Fuck you. <laughs> you keep that's actually got me fucking hard a little bit. Just that fucking that, your attitude. That's what's going on, little buddy. You look all sad over there. What's got you down today? What's well, wrong with Fez? this shouldn't be a bad thing. This is the little problem that you just had with Shelby. Everybody was gliding along. It was fun. And then I opened my mouth. About what? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers that I thought we had just said, but I guess I was wrong. No, I said it. I was just oh. with you. I said Tampa Bay Bucks. He was the one who fucked up. I did it as a fucking joke. Oh, if it goes wrong, I just assume that I what heard happens, it wrong. What happens when you assume? What are you doing, Chris? Just laugh my balls off in here. You know I'm at the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? Obviously, they're terrible fucking alarm clock uniforms. Yeah. Oh, I fucked up. Yes, you fucked now up. Now you realize? Well, I, I, just, think of Bucks. I, I just was, was going to let you guys work it out, and I wasn't going to have anything to do with it. I thought it was fucking hysterical. And I liked the way that... You guys started having an argument that would get clippier and clippier and shorter and shorter and longer dead air in between. When you said it, I remember thinking, well, I don't think their jerseys are really the problem. (laughs) They look okay. You live in a world of fucking idiotism. (laughs) Those two guys have interrupted you again and left you on the back pages. Well, I, uh, um, I know in my apartment, maybe I'm the one who should start looking at Brooklyn. Because the construction still going on in my building, this shouldn't be a bad thing. But uh, for, the first, well, for the first time, a man has seen me naked. Where I was in the shower, it was getting pretty steamy. and Jerking I, off, you mean? No. <laughs> Rubbing your asshole? <laughs> Literally steamy. And I opened the little bathroom window to let some of the steam out. There was a man on my fire escape outside the window and staring back in. Apparently, he was on his way up to the roof for the nonstop construction that goes on in my building. Mm -hmm. And even though it was like a little window and I doubt if he saw anything, it still felt like I was out on the fire escape completely naked. What do you care? How's it any difference than if you were in a locker room and a guy walked by? Well, then I would at least know I was in a locker room, and I, you know, I would come to uh, expect that to happen. Did that dude like what he saw? Well, he, I think he said "excuse me" in some sort of foreign language. Oh, come on! Maybe he said "squeeze me," baking powder. And then he was uh, still working, and they were. He was on the fire escape using some ropes to haul some stuff up to the roof. All right. So Fez Watley meeting people, getting out there naked. Yeah. And you invite him in. I didn't get his name, but he has seen me naked at this point. Invite him in. So I guess that's progress. 
Because right now you sound like when someone's grandmother is worried that they're being looked at. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you just want to say to you, uh, no one's going to rape you, Grandma. Trust me on this one. No, they're always waiting out there. Do you ever see that thing? Like you'll read this horrible story. 84-year-old gets raped. Oh, yeah. And you're like, this proves that rape isn't a sex crime. Because <laughs> you know how many other women you could get to before you get to the 84-year-olds. Less effort there. Jesus, Shelby. Shelby, what? you're so fucking disgusting. Fact. Who do you think it'd be easier? I know it's fact. That sounds like a fucking plotter and a planner that would come up with that kind of logic. No, that's that, that's too much effort for me. You look like fucking Ten Bundy in a stupid little hat. Thank you. If I had to make up a nickname for you, be thick-lipped Ted Bundy, the old lady rapist. How about just TLB? Um. And Fez, when the fucking person walked by, did you fucking squeal and put your hands over your nuts? <laughs> you should have stuck your fucking dick out the window and said, look, look at this thing, never before touched. Like, look I think at I your covered, windows? I think I covered my nipples before my balls. <laughs> Those fucking pie plates? You couldn't cover them. You couldn't cover your nipples if you had two trash can lids. <laughs> What happened? How did your nipples get so stretched out? I have no idea, because I don't, I don't believe I come from big-nippled people. You play with them a lot? Your sister's got big nipples. Now, I know I, that. I Whoa. don't know and that. And invert it. But how wow. do you? I don't know it. You saw her naked before. I saw her naked in the woods one time. <laughs> what was yeah. she doing in the woods? The, that was fucking a skunk. Catching a dirt. Catching a dirt. Doing a member she, of the football team. She coming up for your birthday? No. No. Why not? She wanted to. She knows she texted over to us. That oh, she did. wanted to get together. Oh. And felt bad about it because you would already say you don't want to. No, no, I put the kibosh on that. <sighs> How'd she take it? Um, Just, you know, uh, a very quick text back of, you know, all right, let me know when's good, when it's good. She was like dying to come, she said. She really needed to. Wow. I mean, she just needs to tell you something in person. Mm. I'll tell you what she wanted to fucking do talking to that side dick. <laughs> That's her whole fucking scene. Get some. Get some Yankee Get. dick. <laughs> Get. Maybe she'll end up like her fucking daughter disappearing that night. That you were supposed to keep an eye on her. You yes. found out she was in a fucking dive bar in Times Square. She was above fucking Shelby's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the night singing with a band. Oh, yeah. And singing with the band. The fucking <laughs> first song ever written. Uh, uh, uh. Skin uh, flute. Uh. Playing that skin flute. That's disgusting. <laughs> two Haitian guys selling oh, CDs. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. How do you so put it's not DVDs. <laughs> what? I said as long as it's not DVDs. You don't get the comprehension? Okay. Well, not, not of a video of my niece out there. But the guys are like hollering out, "Yo, yo, girl, where you from? Where's that racist thing come from?" Deep-seated anger. Short clippy fights with deader in between. It shall be and Fez. It shall be and Fez. <laughs> Come on, let's get it. Let's get the short clippy fights with that area. That's my favorite <laughs> fucking thing now. Did you say clippy or lippy? It's lippy. I think we all know who you're referring to. 
Yeah, you. <laughs> Mustaches. By choice. Not for me. <laughs> it's going nowhere. Well, so if you want to call two hairs a mustache, sure. <laughs> Short clip, he fights with dead air in between <laughs> and Shelby and Fez. This could be like a new fucking cartoon for Adult Swim. It's just these little clippy fights, but in these long pauses. Who would you take in the fight, Chris? In a clip fight or a fist fight? Clip. <laughs> uh, if you want to, we'll have a fucking clip fight after after school. <laughs> That's more of a grunt fight. <laughs> Shelby, you think you're up for it, or are you worry? A clip fight? Yeah. <laughs> sure. This is, me, this is me and Chris trying to do our own clip fights. You're the one who drinks. I don't drink that much. <laughs> I saw you. That was water, not vodka. Water and water and whiskey. You're a water and whiskey. You probably think I'm your drink. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know I'm not water or whiskey or you'd be downing me right now. That's supposed to say I'm gay. I'm saying your parents died. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get a clip fight going. <laughs> clip, clip fight. fight. Clip, clip fight. Let's go. Clip fight. <laughs> nice shirt. <laughs> nice gland. It's a tumor. <laughs> oh, something at least on you is growing. <laughs> Hormone disorder. <laughs> Leave your mom out of it. She's a, she's a nice woman. <laughs> How? She gave birth to you. She was doing a lot of messed up drugs. <laughs> One of them must have been lip gloss. It's a salve. It was the sad day you were born. Word play. Dick play. Myself. Listen to those people fuck upstairs. <laughs> At least you heard what it sounds like now. Ooh, that was so <laughs> good. Got it. I, I won. <laughs> I couldn't wait till we got there. I think we got a hit on our hands, kids. <laughs> We out him at this. Short clippy fight should be um, something that we start going for. The first rule of clip fight club is do not just fucking form do not a whole say sentence. More than one sentence. Because <laughs> <laughs> eight syllables are under. These guys, seriously, you could put these guys, they could have a long, uncomfortable pause on a vine. That's how fucking, that's how little they're willing to fill up. Fill you up. With your own dick. <laughs> that makes you gay. You're the ass to mouth guy. That's an actual money teller machine. I'll take that as a compliment. Compliment or a complaint? You heard me compliment. 
a complaint. Definitely a compliment, though. Complaint? Comp. <laughs> Come on, let's have a clip fight, boys. Clip fight. Go ahead, start. <laughs> <laughs> That's my witty. Walt Whitman in the house. Hello, and uh, welcome to Clip Fights. Um, it's Shelby against Fez. They're both awkwardly walking to the ring right now <laughs> in short, stuttered steps. Each of them making a face like someone farted under their <laughs> nose. All right, we got to take a break here, don't we, Clip Fighters? I want you guys to shake hands, though. Good game. Shake hands. I just wanted to destroy a whole paragraph. I'm going to give you both a five, right down the middle. I'm proud of you both. Put those together to ten. He can do math. <laughs> you can, too, apparently. I did it first. <laughs> God. Uh. Cringe. All right, that's the end of the round. Each go back to your corners. Cut me, Mick. <laughs> Clip me, Mick. Clip me. Um, we're gonna break and be right back. It's the Run of Fest show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM, Comedy Hits, Channel 99. The Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, trying to uh, clear the smoke out after that clip fight. I mean, Chris, those two were just emptying clips into each other. Hot and heavy. Yeah. I thought it was the end of Scarface up in this motherfucker. I didn't see Scarface, so I hope you didn't ruin it for me. Is there a clip fight in Scarface? There's plenty of clips. Yeah. You've never seen Scarface, though? Mm. It's awesome. No, I'm trying to hold it for some night when I'm doing my hair. And I'm just, you know what I mean? Like a it came like out, a stay-in night. Yeah, it came out like 30 years ago. Yeah, I know, but I like to jump around. I'm always out jumping around. <laughs> uh, tomorrow night, by the way, uh, Jeffrey Gurney is going to be on the Kroll Show. It's triumphant return. Yeah. This time, he'll only be doing... Uh, well, it'll be Jeffrey Gurian's red carpet, which is he's mainly known for his red carpet work. <laughs> he works that fucking thing. Yeah. So hopefully he can stop in and talk about it a little bit, you know? <laughs> it's me and Crow. Big shout out. Shout out to Nick Crow. Shout out to Nick Crow, and I'm out. He likes to drop a shout out. You gotta always give big ups to Nick Crow forever. I like to see him in a clip fight. You know, just really short, clippy things to say. 
Uh, hey, Johnny. Johnny in Coney Island. You're my hey, Coney hey, Island hey, baby I got today. Ammunition for Shelby in the clip fight. Hey, Shelby, if Fez ever eats any pussy, he can call it his mustache. Mm, or just some ass musk. I'm going to drop that one on him. Mm. You're the one who gets it, not me. Your, must, your mustache. My mustache doesn't smell like that. You do. You probably know what that is. <laughs> you probably like it. Do not. You like it. Easy By you, you too. mean yourself. No, I mean you. Um, Clip. Ray, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Saturday, Eric Clapton or Jeff Beck? What's going to be a Saturday, Eric Clapton or Jeff Beck? You hit that, that imaging there. Saturday feels so dark. I really think I'm going to cry. Saturday, uh, which is worse? You pick sure between two too. people who died. Um, Eric Clapton. Sorry, Jeff Beck. Yeah, I no. No one ever said Jeff Beck is God. Clapton's the man. Although, in my opinion, Jeff Beck is one of two people who invented the jeans and jacket look. Wow, really? Who's the yes, other? we've done it on the show here multiple times. You ever have a chance to listen to the Ron and Fez show? Yes, every day. Um, the other was Lorne Michaels. Uh, John in Buffalo, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Ronnie B, million bucks. Yeah. Hey, Fez, why are you so tough with the interns of Sam Roberts all the time when they mess with you, and you can't stand up to Opie or when Ron messes with you? I mean, you're just a bully, dude. Everything you complain about, you do. You're a hypocrite. Shelby is a full-grown producer. He's you, not an intern. You are. You're the one who is. Not Fez. Clip, 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 clip. It's going to be great when they let you go in April. It'll be a standalone fruit. Don't bet, don't bet on it, dude. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, look who it is, our buddy Charlie in Santa Cruz. Charlie, how you doing, pal? Hey, what's going on, guys? Ronnie B. Hey, I just want to be, uh, give you thanks for the uh, big-ass prize closet last week. I got the uh, meal... Tyson Space Chronicles, and he signed it. That very, very cool. Uh, Cosmos was another good one last night. Amazing. I, I loved it last night. Um, yeah, right. I introduced my boys to it. Uh, I was talking about it before it even started, and just by chance, man, I answered that question last week, and it came up, and it came in the mail. Now they're totally in, Ronnie B. Oh, cool. Nice. Hey, you know what, Ronnie B? I got a prediction for you. Yeah. Hey, you got uh, Fez over there. I think the 1000 bucks are going to win the World Series this year. All right, Charlie. Thanks, buddy. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Dust clearing from the clip fight. It's just, it's off. There's broken glass everywhere. Uh, Robert Hook, the, the the scientist they were talking about last night. The ugly scientist. <laughs> Creeped out, weirdo, pothead scientist that no one liked. I had no idea that there was one man did all that. Fuck him. He was a ripoff. <laughs> but then, on top of that, Haley created wind patterns? He, he, fl- well, he didn't create the wind patterns. He fucking mapped, mapped them. them out. 
I don't know how he pulled it off. How? He's a mind fuck. In the but 1600s. You, you ended up being a Robert Hooke fan after all that awful <laughs> shit of stealing stuff, or you weren't paying attention? No, I was paying attention. I know. Is that... it an herb show for you? Do you smoke weed while you watch Cosmos? I'll smoke up before I watch Cosmos. And yeah. plus, they, they also said Robert Hooke loved the marijuana. Um. There's, you know, these, the media tries to run with these things from these tiny religious groups who are saying, like, like put us on the show. Um, but generally, I think it's a very well accepted show, even by religious people. Um, I don't know how you could take a look at this show and not feel some spiritual connection to infinity. An infinity of infinity. Multiverse, motherfuckers. It's a really good show. And it's really the only cartoon shows that I like right now. Uh, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up? Aaron here, uh, a.k.a. Android Virus. How you doing, Ronnie? Hey, buddy. <clears throat> so, uh, every time I call in, it's always with somebody's death. So, finger of Guar, Deep Rocky, a.k.a. Urs Hurungus, was down, down dead at 50 years old on yesterday. Uh, what was the cause? Nobody knows yet. His roommates found him dead. But for somebody like me in there, you know, I've been in the metal forever. First time I was introduced to Guar was when I was in church at 12 years old. So they shaped my childhood. And they're fucking awesome, man. But I'm just sad to see this guy go. You know, he's a good dude. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for calling us. We're broken up over it, too, man. All right. Well, you know, sorry about that. Here's Nick. Nick, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, Chris, would you like the name Chili Mo better? Chili Mo? Yeah, Chili Mo. I'll take that. That's a pretty cool name. Oh, oh that's short for child molester. Oh, come on! Oh! Never. Every day now it's going to come up? He got him. Yeah, Chili Mo. Never heard that before. Chili Mo in the mofo. <laughs> Look what it is. The Brooklyn Blowhard. Hey, Blowhard. Hello, Ronnie. How you doing? Good, man. You know, the football season hasn't even started yet. It's already ended, if you're a Jet fan, <laughs> with this Michael Vick thing. I, they do the wrong thing every time. I just cannot believe that a franchise could be so inept, so out of touch, so out of step. They're bringing this guy in. I don't know what he's got in the tank, but just bad publicity. They're bringing up the whole Philly team because they got morning away again. I, I just don't know. Like, do you think that this is going to be a smart move? Is this to sell tickets? Is this just to get I don't know. You got Michael Vick on the bench backing up your quarterback. Quarterbacks go down all the time in this league. You got him for $5 bucks, which is a backup's price. Uh, I don't see how this is as bad a deal as people are letting on. Well, if he could help Geno Smith, I mean, if he can give him some... Uh, Tutoring and so well, we don't know if Geno Smith is even helpable yet. But yeah, Geno Smith got, goes but... down or has a bad game, and you know you're looking the third, fourth quarter. Here comes Michael Vick, who can run, pass. Because he... in my mind, I'm picturing Vick having like one of those games where he does pass and run for over 500 yards. We've seen him. Why would you? Well, why would that be a bad thing? No, but then I've also seen him go down. Maybe like yeah, it does happen. That that's why you have him as your backup. And all the uh, baggage. I mean, it's just going to be you know a, another reason. You know, the Jets just cannot get it right. Just draft. You know, just build from the youth and find a veteran who doesn't have all that baggage. I think it's going to create problems. I, I I don't know. I just 
it just seems to me that the team does the wrong thing. They get Brett Favre when he's when he's shot. Everything this team does, you know, they just pick up people and. Uh, Why don't we just see how the season goes? You know what I mean? Like, see I, what I happens. Because it's just scar tissue from all these years of losing. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You've got months and months and months before you got to be concerned with this. No, we got the draft, and I'm sure we'll screw that up. No. And by the way, is Fez on the front page of the uh, basketball tournament? I am on page eight. Hey, you're working your way up. Yes, I am. I'm in 312th place, headed towards page number one. Um, So you're in the top 10%, and you got to be in, like, I guess about the top 3%. Yeah. So you're not the best. You're not hopeless. I mean, I you're right there. The I mean, my final four is still in this thing. Who's so your final four? My final four is Louisville, Florida, Michigan State, and you didn't have Wichita, huh? No, no, I stayed away from Wichita because Chris loved him. How's Hicks doing? In his Why are you saying because Chris awful, loved him? Awful, it's dude, just awful, the opposite. Awful. You just picked Nate Silver's picks. <laughs> Why do you forget that you told us what you based on? All right, so you're still right in it, Fez. All right, good good news for Fez Watley. All right, thanks, Blowhard. Eight six six Ron zero Fez eight six six Ron zero Fez. Chris and Man, you're on the Run of Fez show. Saturday, boys. Wes Anderson or the Cohen brothers? Wow, this is going to be a really sad day all the way around. Both Cohens at the same time? Yeah, like a Cohen plane went down or a Cohen car accident. It's like sad old couples that they're married for 50 years and then die within like minutes of each other. I always like those people, you know what I mean? Like, they did something classy. They went out the same day. No, I don't like that. I I always like to say this. He died of a broken heart. I actually thought because it showed up so much when you were a little kid, like in stories and stuff, I thought it was impossible that you'd be so sad that you could die. Uh, but I'm going to feel sadder when the Coens die. Wes Anderson. I'll be, it'll be a sad You didn't even see the me. new movie. Oh, but I'm looking forward to it. I saw it. How was it? I'll tell you the ending. <laughs> Don't tell me the ending. <laughs> but how was, overall, how was it? It was film? a Saturday. Uh, I will say this. It was delightful, and I loved it, but I'm concerned that he's be letting himself be too eccentric. These are very eccentric films. It's wild. We're getting further and further and further away uh, from Bottle Rocket, you know, where Should Bottle we, Rocket felt like some regular guys who based in reality. were quirky. Yeah, this is alternate universe weird, uh, and yet delightful. Lovely. Is it the funniest uh, Wes Anderson film? I would not say that because there's a lot of different things besides funny. You know what I mean? No. And the humor is more quirky than the type of humor that you're used to. Uh, you know, the hangover type stuff that you that you love. Old school. Um, I don't know if you're all that old school. Last Vegas. Loved it. Um... You want to find yourself in a clip fight? Keep it up, young man. I'll fucking unleash the hound over here. He'll come at you like nothing. He'll come at you with such short bursts of fucking wit and venom, you'll barely even know what's hitting you. It's like being hit with like little African darts of, of, of meanness. I don't think I can take another round in the clip zone. <laughs> um, Will, you're on the run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, I think I got the saddest day of all, or the best uh, comparison. It'd be uh, Bill Murray or Bruce Springsteen. Nothing sadder than when Bill Murray dies. Bruce I'm Springsteen. already bracing myself for that. We'll get 
crushed by Bill Murray. Yeah. Come on. It's the Bruce. Whatever. He's done plenty of shows. Everyone's seen him already. But don't run down his death. His death <laughs> is going to be a national tragedy. But you just asked us, Bill Murray. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to laugh when Springsteen dies. No one's going to laugh when Bruce dies. That's going to be a very sad day. Probably a sadder day than most, but you can compare them with, with Bill Murray. That's what I'm saying, on that, on that specific day. Wouldn't it be something, though, if Bruce died on July 4th? You know, the whole Born in the USA thing, and then People July 4th he it. dies. It would never... Porn- Forget it. <laughs> born in the USA would never stop playing. Or what about this? What if he has some horrible disease and they just fucking, they take him out on a, like, he's in a wheelchair with a big blanket on him and they take him out on Ashbury Park and they just have him sit there and look at the water and he passes away peacefully. Oh my God. And like, just then the clouds open and the big man just like leans down. That was a sad day for me. That was a sadder day when the big man died. That was fucked up. Going in deep. Uh, here's uh, Tony in Brooklyn. How you doing, Tony? You're on the run of... Whoops. Go ahead, Tony. You're on the run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie. I'm uh, got a call from David Letterman. I'm going to see him tonight, and I was taking a check. You got any recommendations over there by 54th and Broadway? I don't want to go to Rosie O'Grady's or something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I used to have a little Italian place in that area and a fucking close. It was actually one of my first, like, uh, neighborhood joints. Um, what was the name of that pasta place that we were in in uh, Midtown, Fez? You know, you also got Bobby Flay's right there. You can always do that. Bobby Flay's Bar American. Where's that? Uh, what is it? Like That's 52nd, I 52nd think. 52nd and almost Broadway. No, I'm uh, 54th in Broadway. Right, yeah, cool. go ahead. Go to go to Bar Marcane. You're going to love it. Take a quick walk. All right. It's Thank delicious. you, brother. I appreciate it. Okay, buddy. Go have a nice eat. Just two blocks away. I don't want to fuck... Well, I got to fucking walk over and pick you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll fucking hold on to you uh, with my teeth while I fucking doggy paddle. Wait, Ron, make like, the reservation for me. Do me a favor. It's like JFK. I'll, I'll JFK fucking PT-109 you all the way to the island. <laughs> He was never the same after that. Well, his back was never the same. Yeah. The rest of them didn't give a fuck. Um, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys saw uh, that President Obama actually had to go through a 64-team women's bracket just to be politically correct because he couldn't just do it for the for the men's side. I got caught up in some women's uh, basketball over the weekend. Really? Though. Yeah. The fucking game was on. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, come on, girls. Let's go. Fucking keep your heads together. Do not panic. Um, man, that landslide in fucking Washington was horrible. Landslides are so fucking random and weird. It just, it's just Would this earth. be the weirdest thing ever, though? There's a landslide, and you were listening to Fleetwood Mac, and you heard the song Landslide? It would be meta. Did you see uh, Miley Cyrus? It's up on the iBang. She's sitting there with her legs wide open, and she's singing Landslide to her audience and looking at her iPhone because the lyrics are on there. Makes sense. 
I mean, she, it's not like it she's looks gonna... like you're unprepared. <laughs> oh, I would fucking. All right, listen to her voice, though. Two years ago. Come on, get get us to a point where we can hear. Now, is that a little too relaxed at the show? Oh, then she just fucking stuck her tongue out. The, the everyone, everyone in the front row seeing her vagina—that's a bit much. We've all seen her vagina enough. She's very proud of it. The I whole, feel like she ought to get a pap smear. <laughs> the whole holding the phone up and reading the lyrics—they do that now at like college. You know, their whole poetry night, and it takes away a lot of the feeling and angst when you're reading off your like, Galaxy S3. It looks like she's texting someone during the show, not even that she's reading the lyrics off of it. Voice is good, though. She's got a good voice as a kid. Eh. It's better than yours, Shelby. I can fucking barely hear that little clip tone that you fucking rock in. You ought to, go, you ought to tour, Shelby, in the clip tones. Be ready to clip out on that fucker, Fez. I got his, I got my eye on him. Uh, here's Jeff from Fargo. Yeah, I got a Saturday. Uh, last of the Highwaymen. Uh, Willie Nelson or Chris Christopherson? Um, this one is easy for me. I hate to say anything, but Chris Christopherson. I will fucking take a knee. That's how much of a Saturday that's going to be for me. Uh, Chris? Sweet Willie Nelson. Man, you can't be friends anymore. Oh, come on. We can still be friends. That shit that you just said about Chris Christopherson? <laughs> say anything bad about Chris Christopherson. I fucking cried when he died in Bar- a Barbara Streisand movie. <laughs> I think it was Yentl. I think he was in a... I think Chris Christopherson was in Yentl. He played John Norman Howard. Speedway, which those fuckers turned into John Norman Howard Freeway after he got all fucked up. They went on without him. Um, I got to go over here to my buddy Austin. Austin, what's happening, man? Hey, Rodney, what's going on? Pretty hey. weird weekend. Um, You remember like two weeks ago when Earl put all that fucking Frank's Red Hot on my steak and you got me to talk to Johnny? Yeah. Um, so Johnny tells me to come back this weekend. It's on him. He's very apologetic. And uh, I get there. I'm bullshitting with Johnny and Earl. And uh, Johnny goes, hey, you want to see Dave's wedding photos? I say no. And Johnny goes, oh, no, no, no. You're going to love him. Earl immediately jumps up and goes, uh, no, we don't have him here anymore. We don't have him here anymore, Johnny. Johnny just looks at Earl and goes, Earl, go get me the fucking pictures. Earl comes back with the photo book, and he's just staring at the floor. He hands them to Johnny. Johnny opens up one page of the book and goes, Earl, you piece of shit, I can't believe you. He drops the book on the table and chases Earl into the back room. I pick up the photo book and there's just pictures of Earl's face taped over Dave's. Every picture next to Casey is Earl's face. You and Fez have don't trust anyone written all over you, and there's just nooses around Wickland's head. Very weird. Alright, thanks for the update. Um, that's weird. That shit that, you know... <laughs> I like to put that on Cosmos, just as is. Just as one of the weird things that science can't explain. Nothing can explain Earl Douglas. That was nuts. Um, here's uh, Joplin and Mass. You're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, Wait, they uh, had I- you as Joplin, not John. 
Uh, Go ahead, John. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, oh, I just want to say overall on the new channel, I think Fezzi's been killing it before my. But Saturday, Bob Dylan or the White Duke, David Bowie. The thin White Duke. That's going to be the saddest day ever. Absolutely. I don't think that Dylan can die. You know what I mean? Because I'm not even sure if he was actually born. So I'm going to pick Bowie for myself. But that's just for personal reasons. But forget about it when Dylan fucking dies. Bowie for me. The thing is, in three days, Dylan rises anyway. So what are we worried about? If you do have the kind of faith you're supposed to. Uh, all right. Now, uh, a lot of people have complained to us about the on-demand. Don Wiki Wicklin has been fixing this. So it's all fixed. Now let me see if I can get this straight. Um, you know how they don't have the, the four-word blah, blah, blah? Yeah. That does not happen during the live show. But after the show is over, you will be able to go reverse, forward, pause. So, do us a favor if you're on the listening to this show. Go to the on-demand every single chance that you get. Test it. Play with it. Please. We're trying to get this stuff fixed for you. It's troubleshooting. So, on-demand looks like it's fixed now. Please feel free to check it once, twice a day. And let us know if it's not working. But we do hear your complaints, and we're doing our best to take care of it. Um, Josh in Boston, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, I have a, a Saturday for you guys. Um, it's kind of going to be a tough one. Fez's, Fez's father or Fez's virginity? I think Fez's virginity will outlive us all. <laughs> You can't use my father. He's already dead. That's cheating on a Saturday. Well, isn't your virginity pretty much dead? Oh, <laughs> clip, clip, clip it, clip, 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 I'm honest about mine. I'm waist deep in pussy right now. Uh, that's basically what it says on your business card, just pussy. Clip, 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 clip. And I wrote that on there. I'm surprised you could spell it. I want a spelling bee once. And that had to be it, the letter B. Got me there. I win again. Clip fight. Clip show. You just got clipped. Uh, Joe, Baltimore, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Ronnie, I know this... Saturday is going to be near and dear to you. Ronnie Spector, Brian Ferry. I think it's always sadder when a woman, when a woman dies. Particularly, I know that Ronnie Spector is going to go straight to heaven because she spent hell with Phil Spector. So I got to say, the beautiful Ronnie Spector. It's Ronnie Spector for me. But. Do not expect me to come to work when Brian Ferry dies. All right. 
a whole lot of best stuff. And expect me to start drinking again. <laughs> don't that. Come on. It's a Saturday. You don't need to start drinking. You just fucking go over and check. I wanted to check on you with Brian Frey dead. And you just see me with fucking bottle of tequila. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> wasn't even a word. <laughs> uh, Sam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, you got a Saturday. Uh, Steve Martin and Chevy Chase. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. People yeah. will be happy when some people and Chevy Chase died. <laughs> You're a fucking prick. You know that man's been through a lot. You, you know, fucking it? lose at clip He's fights. He's been through a fucking lot. And then you're going to run down Chevy Chase? You got fucking clipped already today. Chevy Chase will be in here fucking clipping city. You didn't even realize. He's a fucking L.A. clipper from way back. Hey, Red, what's happening, buddy? Hey, Hicks, why don't you get involved in the clip fight so we can have a clip-clop fight, you centaur fuck? <laughs> You're a dick. Shut up. <laughs> it is true, though. <laughs> he is He is right about you. He ain't right about anything, because I ain't a centaur. Um, let's give away a prize. Give us. Don't even play it yet, because i got to talk to Janice. But we're going to do. Uh, be playing uh, What's in the Box. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And for the fucking tenth time ever, I almost announced <laughs> what was in the box. I guess I have a tendency when we play a game to say, here's the prize. And almost every time we play what's in the box, I almost say, here's the prize that you'll be getting in the box. Shelby, be careful with that dump button in case he says it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Every time... Uh, Shelby hits the dump button. Fez shits himself. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Talk to Wiki. Dump button. Talk to Wiki and see if there's some miswiring there. <laughs> By the way, if you're a fan of the show, please, as many times a day as you can, check on the on demand. We want it to work to you, to your fucking happiness factor. Um, Fez, you know the. Uh, Bucks wide receiver Mike Williams. Uh huh. Any good? Uh, yeah, but uh, I believe gets hurt. Well, he's hurt now. His brother stabbed him. Oh, oh Jesus! That's a spider, poor fuckers. Uh, Janice, I got to talk to you first. How you doing, sweetie? Good. How are you guys? You know something, Janice? I'm in here in a clip fight. I'm just worried I'm going to get clipped one of these days. <laughs> Keep your head down. <laughs> uh, um, you know. First of all, you know, I've had a brain injury, and according to my brother, I'm mentally ill. <laughs> it's just I got to say. Are you kidding me? If you're mentally ill, that's the kind of mentally ill I want to be. <laughs> and then he said to me, if you don't mind me telling you. No. He goes, yeah, and you know, and you went running off to Colorado, smoking that Mary Jane and God knows what else. Now, this was in 1975. Right. 1975? He's still bitching at me? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, and then he said... And, you know, Michael was still buying cigars when you were in the hospital and nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> My aunt used to film us with one of those big bar of lights that were, you know, so we're all squinting. Cause yeah. <laughs> and we're all in a cloud of smoke. All my aunt smoked palm oils. My grandpa smoked camels. My mom and dad both smoked. What the fuck? Man, people smoke. Honest to God. He just, I just, 
ooh. And the worst part is, is I hope the kids will remember the aunt and uncle they used to have and not the version now that comes out with my brother, you know? Yeah, right. Fucked up. But anywho, uh, you know when the Beatles thing was on and uh, they were running all the specials and everything? Sure. Eric Idle was on doing stuff, and I'm looking at it going, and I call my brother-in-law, and uh, Eric Idle, his father-in-law, was being waked in the chapel next to Mike when Mike died. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) All my cousins were like, oh, Eric Idle's at Mike. (laughs) Not really, but (laughs) cool. (laughs) Only Mike would have Eric Idle in (laughs) it. He's like, oh, thanks. Cool. (laughs) But isn't that bizarre? That's that's really cool, though. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm watching it, going, "Why do I? Why is Eric Idle coming back to me?" <laughs> it's like, oh, I called my brother-in-law. Oh, All yeah, right, honey, I gotta go play a game show. I'll talk to you later. Okay, sorry. Love you, sweetie. Love you, honey. Who doesn't love Janice in uh, Chicago? Uh, what are we playing around with? Let's get. Let's find out what's in the box. There's something in the box. What's in the box? The item in the box is signed. You lied! It's signed by a celebrity. You're a fucking liar! Can you guess? Shut up! What's in the box? Time to play What's in the Box! Denzer in D.C., what game do you want to play? Denzer, we got you, buddy? Here's Chris in Pittsburgh. What game do you want to play? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Um, Chris? Yes, sir? Here's your first clue. It's a movie. A movie? Yeah. Um, Pepper's fully erect two-inch penis two. All right, let's. Uh, that's a really good guess. I don't know whether it's been released yet. Let's check to see if it's Pepper's fully erect penis part two. I don't think I believe this next clue. This next clue says it's a musical comedy. I don't think it is. I think it's a comedy that has music in it. But I think a musical comedy has to be where people start singing uh, for no apparent reason. Like if Chris Stanley broke in the song now. You know, clip fight. It's a clip fight. a clip fight. So I think that this clue two is wrong. Does agree or disagree with that? Um, I, I disagree. I think it's listed as both types of film. There's music in this, but it's not... A musical, to me, is where the music is actually uh, dialogue, like Tommy, or everything that we consider a musical. Yeah, the, the word musical denotes that it is a musical first. Yeah. For instance, Backbeat, the movie about the Beatles, has music in it, but it's not a musical. This so, is a movie with- I would say a comedy featuring music is clue number two. Uh, Teddy, what game do you want to play? Uh, I want to play Guess What's in the Box. Oh, sorry. That sucked too long. That was just awful. Joe, in Tampa, what game do you want to play? What's in the Box? 
What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? I don't think he ever says it like that. Yeah, he does. I like to hear that clip. What's in the fucking box? We might have a take. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, Joe in Tampa, it's a music uh, with, you know, it's a comedy with music in it. And it's a movie. Uh, Peppa's Baby Pictures. Peppy's Baby Pictures, that's a good one. <laughs> Rob in Florida, what game do you want to play? Uh, what's in the box? Uh, it's movie, a comedy... Signed by the female lead. Um, is it Eastside Dave's underwear? Eastside Dave's underwear. Sorry, nice try. Sean in Alabama, what game do you want to play? I want to play What's in the Box. Um, fourth is Playtone Galaxy. Oh, shit, I was going to guess Oh Brother, We're Octale signed by John Turturro, but I guess I'm out. Uh, we know it's signed by the female lead, John Turturro, never a female. Sorry. Matt, you're on the Ron and Fez show. How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? I'll say, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? It's a movie, comedy, signed by the female lead, Playtone, and Captain Geach in the Shrimp Shack Shooters. I'm with uh, Blues Brothers, signed by Dan Aykroyd. That is the female lead of the Blues Brothers movie. Smart Dagger. move. Should work out for you. Let's see. <laughs> Bryce in Canada. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? I want to hear that. I think clip. I got it. Uh, what do you got? Is it uh, that thing you do signed by Liv Tyler? Boom. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You win uh, that thing you do signed by the beautiful Liv Tyler. Ow. Good job. That thing you do, signed by Liv Tyler. That's how you can be a big winner on the Ron and Fez show. It was a comedic film about a band, but it wasn't a musical. It wasn't a musical. I think anyone on Broadway would say that's not a goddamn musical. If anyone in a th with a theater background could explain musical to us, we could settle this. Fez is putting up a pretty good argument that this is a musical, um, but Chris and I believe that you have to kind of sing dialogue or break into song. There was no... You know, everything was realistic in this film. There would just happen to be a rock band. Yeah. I uh, think just the fact that it has music in it alone, it's about music, makes it a musical comedy. Well, every film has a soundtrack in it. Is that a musical comedy? No, but the characters are actually singing in this one. Yeah, but that's because it's, that's their job. Where in a musical, characters just start singing because they're on a date or they get fired. Yeah. They're not people in a band. Like, I would go back. I brought up Star is Born. I honestly don't see that as being a musical. They just happen to be pop singers. With one more look at you. And you're like, oh my God. 
she's fucking singing his song after he died. I'm so glad I got my lighter out. And then she breaks in to watch closely now. Fucking Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. All right, let's hear that. what's in the box that you've been doing, too. All right. What's in the fucking box? To see? Do your impression, and then let's play it off the movie. What's in the fucking box? Yeah. Now let's play it off the movie. What's in the fucking box? That's the what. That's what you do. Yeah, it's, that's there the, isn't that's even the, another one. <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> I always thought it was spot on. No, where he's like really losing it now. His voice is changing. Uh, Ken in Tulsa, you're on the Run of Fez show. I hate to admit it, but in high school I was a drama fag, and the breakdown uh, on the difference uh, with a musical and a play or a movie or whatever that just has some music in it, a musical. Generally, the music, the songs, are being used as uh, shit. The words. <laughs> as dialogue. Dialogue is what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, the music, the song is the dialogue, you know, like, you know, like the, the sharks and the jets, you know, boy, boy, you know, and right. they're breaking down what's going to happen. It's been By the way, the around. sharks and the jets is called West Side Story. There's a reason that you didn't stay in musical <laughs> theater, Ken. You're dumb about it. Uh, Bruce, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, so like Blues Brothers is musical comedy because you go in the diner, Aretha starts singing, and it explains story and plot. I agree. There was no the reason for her to start singing. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Greg in Scranton, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Uh, hey, that thing you do, I think the problem is that they're classifying it as a comedy at all because there was. Uh, did you see that movie? Did you laugh even once throughout the entire piece? It's of shit? adorable. Oh, get the, it's adorable. It should be an adorable musical, not a fucking musical comedy. This, by the way, this thing is beloved. It's uh, a by who? By who, that fucking creep Ted Bundy in there? N these things fucking... Th this has never went off cable in all these years. People love that movie. That's why we're playing the song right now. We're not slow with our imaging. We're fast. We're not dumb like they say. We're smart. Um... Here's uh, Jesse. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, boys? I'm just wondering, does Fezzy think that the Doors movie is a musical? He hasn't seen that, I'm sure. No, you I haven't answer, seen it. You got to answer along, too, Clippy. Now we're playing this for the Doors movie. Imaging is about staying with what we're talking about. Uh, John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? I just want to say that um, in a musical, people aren't going to be singing about what's going. They sing about what's going on in a movie with music. They they're not going to be singing about what's going on. Yeah, I think we're all I think we're all in agreement now that you've got to somehow break that fourth wall, turn to the audience, and start belting out a song. Grease musical. The thing you do. Just a film, not a musical. And a uh, funny film. I don't care what Mr. Macho had to say about it. I was really pissed off about that thing you do. I know, he was furious. Come on, man, calm the fuck down. It was Mr. Tom Hanks' directorial debut. That guy didn't want to hear anything about it. He just wanted to just be angry. You didn't see the Wes Anderson yet, right? I haven't seen the Budapest Hotel, no. Shelby, you haven't? Have not got a chance yet. I actually uh, saw it yesterday afternoon. 
in the afternoon, I go up, I buy like, a, it's playing in two theaters. I buy like a 2.30 ticket, I walk in there, it's fucking jammed. I go back over, I go, put me in the other fucking theater. They're like, it, it doesn't start for 40 minutes. I go, what did I just fucking say to you? Put me in the other fucking theater. It's pretty serious. You're still cleaning it, sir. Yeah. I can stand out front and smoke like a fucking gentleman while I look at Bloomingdale's. Did that pack out too eventually? Yeah, but I was already in there and on the fucking rail. It was all, yeah, it, it did. It was actually packed out. I had to fucking move my coat for this woman. She was like, Is anyone sitting there? I go, You sit next to me and you're going to get your fucking leg rubbed. It's up to you. I can go either way. But I'm getting something out of this. I'm either laying my coat down or I'm going to fucking inappropriately touch you. All right, that's the And pull your fucking top up and turn you into an embarrassed nude female. What the fuck? ENF, look it up. Uh, Joe, you're on the Run Fed show. Hey, the great Ron Benjamin. How you doing today? Good. Uh, you think a Rocky Horror Picture Show is a musical or a comedy? That's a musical. Uh, um, I would agree. That that one, like you're really breaking into stuff. Uh, here's uh, Ray. Ray in North Hi. Carolina. How you doing this morning? This afternoon. Uh, I was looking to put up Spinal Tap as a musical versus a comedy. Uh, uh, Rob Reiner, Spinal Tap. I don't know if anybody's seen Yeah, that. that is not a musical. That's just a comedy. A comedy all the way. Yeah. yeah. No one ever called that a musical. Okay. Peace. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Doug, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie. The uh, definition actually is a light play or movie with songs, dialogue, and dancing connected by a plot. That sounds like that thing you do. No, what? it doesn't. They were a band that, you know, had a hit song. They never once broke into song. It had songs, dancing, and acting all put together. But the, it didn't move along the plot. Yeah, the dancing and the the singing was part, you know, they were a band. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the singing and dancing should move the plot along, and it didn't. It was just part of the story. As a matter of fact, they only had one song, really, in this thing. And they kept playing it over and over. That song, song was pretty much one of the stars of the movie. And I think it moved the plot along because right, let me they were this. playing it you know, as they went along through their career. No, the point is it would move the plot along like dialogue moves the plot along. You get it? Uh, I, In other words, you would be, you, right now, if this was a musical, you, were, you would start going, They don't understand me. I'm trying to make a point. Ron and Chris are just looking at me. I'm starting to lock up. And then then that would move the plot of this show along. But if I went like this, and now Fez is going to play his harmonica and, and will do a song, that would not make it a musical because you would be playing the harmonica and singing, and that's what you're supposed to be doing in a, in a real world. Where in you know the musical world, you're just singing, and it's accepted. Like, all right, this guy's going to start singing now. No one's going to bring it up. Like, that's weird. How's your harmonica album, Good Boys, playing the harmonica coming along? Uh, but uh, so far, still in the studio. Well, we'll get that done, I'm sure, and that'll help move this plot along. Um. Here's uh, time you're on the Ron Fez show. 
Yeah, why would Fez offer any kind of opinion whatsoever about what's a musical or a movie or a comedy? He doesn't listen to music, and he doesn't watch movies unless they're Batman. Your points are invalid, Fez. It came up during the game show. That's why I'm mentioning it. Uh, Liz Sets Fire just uh, wrote in, um, then in Fez's way, Almost Famous would be a musical. Um, because their famous song, Fever Dog, Scratching Out My Back Door. Um, Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Hey. Um, I want to know what you thought about South Park movie. South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. Is that a musical? musical. That's a musical. That's a musical. That's definitely a musical. For sure, musical. Yeah. Absolutely. Even uh, Team America could be considered. That's a musical. Musical. And it's a it's a puppet musical. Those guys love fucking musical theater. Look, don't get us wrong. We do not hate musicals. Oh, we love them here. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh? Walk Hard with John C. Riley. Would you consider musical. that? That's musical. Now, I don't know whether it's a musical <laughs> or not. Because I, mean, it... I, I refuse to watch it. Why? I had a fucking falling out with John C. Riley. <gasps> Only about that movie in particular. Oh, yeah. Give it a watch. So he's it's fucking dead to me. Forgive and him. Forgive him. And then when it flopped, I was like this. Good. <laughs> What's that? That's what you get. What did you say to me? Just give him a chance. How would you know when you don't even fucking know what went down between me and him? How are you not on our, our fucking team's side? You can try to patch things up. No, it doesn't fucking happen that way. You make a mistake, and it's a mistake for life. You notice he's never on our fucking show? He's an odd, odd duck. He's a cock. He's not cock. Uh, Trey, you're on the Run of Fez show. How about waiting for Guffman? All right, this is an interesting one. It's a musical inside of a film. So, yes, they're doing a musical, but waiting for Guffman is not a film. That fucking Blaine play is a musical. So, very good point. That describes this to everyone now. I didn't think we would have this. You put up a really good argument, though, Fez, in the, you know, the clip, counter clip, who's been going back and forth. Um, let's break here, though. What's for lunch today? Friday we had lunch and everything was great. It was great on Friday. Let's have another one. I'll send out Vito. I'll get us a nice lunch. I don't lunch. fucking trust Vito. <laughs> All right, guys, send out Howard? I trust Howard too much. <laughs> Wait, so I'll send, if I fucking send Howard out... I want to be with the rest of the platoon. I don't want that fucking kid going out on his own. Hasn't he been sat down enough in fucking Iraq? It was rough. He's got more fucking experience in this shit as you. And you want to send him out to get an egg salad? No. You've offended me for the last time, Christine. <laughs> He's our intern. It's his you know, job if he has to, to grab. Does everyone else do their job around here? <laughs> I do my damnedest. Should I just bring up the, the pre-show checklist that we uh, had today? Uh, I'd love to do that. 
Do we got a, a meeting tomorrow with the top brass? Yeah. Then I want this place spick and span. Because I want these guys to believe in us the way they thought. I want them to say, we made a good move. And we already feel like fucking Gil may not be on Team Ronifest. He just did another thing with an unmasked that hurt your feelings. He's got that Jeffrey Gurian thing that hurts your feelings. Yeah. We're trying not to be that way, though. Fez, you're really locked up today, huh? Yeah, I am. What's going on, man? Talk to me. I shouldn't be. I just, you know, just too many things going wrong before the show today. Just too, too, way too many. In your life? In your personal life? Uh, no, your right here. Get, when did your sister get in here? Uh, she's not coming up. Fans will drop truth bombs on us like no one else. And I'd like to do a reality show with him called Joan and Melissa. Joan knows best. Because it's already being done. Just that like, Joan Rivers was amazing today, wasn't ridiculous. she? Ridiculous. God, I love her. When you were killed to been in the fucking village in the early 60s. That fucking story was insane. Were all those people in one spot? Yeah. And then, and here's what kills me. Then everyone's watching this fucking Lewin Davis movie, right? Yeah. Who gives a shit about that folk music from that time? One dude came out of there, Bob Dylan, because he wrote his own songs. Most of those guys, the thing that I hate about Lewin Davis is like, I'm not making it big. You're not even writing your own fucking songs, Lewin. You're doing some other fucking hill folk songs. You shouldn't be big. Yeah, maybe he never meant he was never meant to be big. Maybe he's just be living in random people's apartments on their upper east side. Like some fucking He's the cat, dude. You're not even under you didn't get the metaphor that Yes, I, I got it. And that's why you shouldn't go see the Wes Anderson movie. I have to go see the Wes Anderson movie. I bet movie. you won't this week. I'll see it this week. I doubt it. <laughs> It's on uh, my list. Let's see this. This guy wrote to us, Donna's so wrong. Um, yeah, we're not, we don't have the thing that the ONA show has where you can rewind them for it during the show. Um, you can't do it that way. It's only after the show now. When it's on demand. When it's on demand. It's the only kind. And for some reason, we can't do it on this station. It was only because we're not purely a talk station here. We're some kind of a, well, we're a clip station. We're a hybrid. We got comedy clips and then Ron and Fez. Which has clip fights inside of it. Right. And they were supposed to play us and replay us. And now it looks like that's not going to happen. Uh, I have not gotten an update on that. It was, I was told weeks ago it was going to happen. Now I'm not getting a straight answer back. Johnny Mac was going it said on Friday, I want to do it. Monday it was gone. So I don't think Gil's going to want to make the same fucking mistake Johnny Mac did. Of let me get behind Ron Fess. I'll tell you, we got the big meeting tomorrow. I want this place spick and span for the inspection. All right. I'll put Howard and Vito to work clean, scrubbing this thing down. Howard is a fucking war hero. I don't want him scrubbing down this studio. I want you to say thank you for your service. Howard, thank you for your service. Not now. I mean oh. on your own when oh. you mean it. Okay. Not because you got bullied into it, because you want to say it. 
He was a uh, woman. Did, I'd say thank you for your cervix. Yeah, we've done that joke, dude. Um, the Malaysian president said that the plane crashed, even though they haven't seen anything. He just ended it. And someone said, did you find any debris? He goes, there was some shit floating out there, and we think it could have came out of the turlet. Sounds like someone's tired of this story. Yeah. Give me a break. And they sent a text to the families that saying no one survived in a text, man. They couldn't get him on the phone. They couldn't wait to fucking tell him. They just weren't going to keep paying for looking for this thing. Why that's should what they? Came, that's what it came down to. Oh, if anybody should be paying for it now, it should be Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. They're running around the clock fucking... Look at this. Every one of them acts like this is the only, this only story in the world. Going back to that conspiracy theory that CNN crashed the plane because they want, they need content. Let's uh, break here. We shall be uh, right back with, um, oh, we got some wire stories going up um, and more. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 99. The Ron and Fez show is now trending worldwide. John, North Carolina. The money shot of raw dog comedy. Hashtag Ron and Fez. Dutch in Ohio. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Steve, stand alone show. Hashtag Ron and Fez. Matt, Westchester. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, 1995 Bash of the Beach champion. Hashtag Ron and Fez. That's really true, too. James in Kentucky. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Don't make you a bad person. Hashtag Ron and Fez. Colin in Missouri. The glory hole of radio. Hashtag Ron and Fez. Shane in Michigan. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Your daily half slice of comedy. Hashtag Ron and Fez. Megan, West Virginia. All aboard the Shelby Rape Train. Hashtag Ron and Fez. Jimmy, in New Jersey, you're on the Ron and Fez show. As I grew, Ron and Fez grew in power. They became the bosses. I was their friend. Hashtag Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez show is now trending worldwide. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits, 99. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits, Channel 99. It's the Ron and Fez Show. I remind you to go to the SiriusXM On Demand and check us out. And it's working. And let me know that it's working. And if you're listening to the show, go to the On Demand anyway and keep up with it. It always helps the uh, show out. Uh, Chris, Leslie wrote to you, Lewin is the cat owned by the couple. His partner was the stray he left in the car to die. Oh, shit. See, this, all this stuff is lost in me. You put that last part together. Damn. Yeah. Get it. Understand it. Move on from there. Shouldn't he have then thrown the stray cat off of a bridge or something into water like his partner? Who jumps off the fucking George Washington Bridge? Which I was in the theater, I'm like, a lot of people. That fucking bridge gets jumped off of by a lot of Jersey folks. What do you think they're going to do? Come over from Jersey, go all the way through the city, then up on the fucking Brooklyn or Manhattan Bridge? No. See, if I were to kill myself, I'm jumping over the Queensboro. Done. Beautiful. I hate that you call it the Queensboro. It's because I'm from Queens. 
Yeah, but why don't you just call it its fucking original name? The Ed Koch. <laughs> no, fuck that. I call it either the Ed Koch or the EK. Wow, is that catching on? Um, what's that? Is that catching on? EK? Yeah, in my neighborhood it does. Wow. They'll go, or sometimes we even call it the Eck. <laughs> See, it's a different world in Queens. Go over that bridge. Well, it is the world on the fucking east side. Beast side, we call it, too. Uh, Big Fez Watley wants to take the stick today, and he's got a lot that he wants to chat about. Not read about, but chat about. The uh, mind control as a uh, uh, alternative to jail time on the iBang. Very interesting, where they're talking about maybe using psychoactive drugs and mind transfer, when that's available, to make someone think that they've spent a thousand years in jail. When it's actually only been a few days. So they serve the jail term in their mind, and then that way there's not the overcrowding, they're having to feed somebody for the rest of their life. So what, you, what you're what you saying, Fez, is instead of prison, we just give people brain damage. <laughs> that, yeah. That would, that then, you know, the drugs would go I wear off after that. Well, I understand, but what you're saying is I sentenced you to brain damage. Wouldn't that shatter your mind if you thought you just spent a yeah. thousand years in prison? <laughs> yes, it would. We, uh, I don't see the difference between this and giving someone a lobotomy. Why do you guys all look the same? But wouldn't you rather spend three days in jail than, the rest of, than let's say, 50 years? Wouldn't you? Uh, and which one do I keep my actual mind? Well, the 50-year one, you wouldn't be getting the drugs. Right. Then I'm staying myself. But if I said to you, I'm going to do something that damages your brain, are you the same person? No, not if it's permanent damage. Why wouldn't it be if I went around telling people I was in jail for a thousand years? Well, everyone would know that's the way the prison system worked by then. Look, I want you to know, if I have a memory that doesn't exist of a thousand-year prison sentence, would that not change my personality? Yeah, but I think also spending 50, 60 years behind bars would change you, too. But then this, this is... But I would be me. I would have a real experience like a human being. But this would give you, uh, if you're in jail for 60 years, you get out and you're an old guy, then you don't get an opportunity to fix things or change again. How do you know how I'm going to be changed from this fucking drug-induced mental illness that you gave me? That's the fucking thing. Yeah, I saw it as like a minority report, what they did to Tom Cruise when they put him away. Yes, and remember what happened at the end of Minority Report? Well, they found out the system didn't work. And no one should have that happen to them. Even worse, you uh, you don't get the chance to make toilet wine, you can't convert to Islam. You don't suck any of that, dude. I'm sure they can put it in the... In the if they can make you think of that. I'm sure they will. Yeah. So lose-lose here. I, I don't understand why you don't think of this as... Fucking brain damage. That's just saying, would you rather do 50 years in jail or me take out a piece of your brain? 
Well, I, I do see it as brain damage, but I also see it as only spending three days in prison. No, but Eric, if they make it... He doesn't your- understand. Your life would change. Who you are would be someone else. Let's suppose I said, you'll only spend your three days in prison, but your name will be Bob Smith, and you'll be a plumber. Now that, yeah, that I wouldn't like. That would be weird, but that, that wasn't I'm, what they said they would do in this. I'm telling you, you would be different... After this drug-induced experience, you would not be yourself. But even then, you would still have the time the rest of your life to readjust. Have you readjusted? No. If when you see people that have had traumatic experiences, that they, uh, I don't. Know, it's crazy to even talk about. the The point is this: it's never going to fucking happen. Because, A, you're acting like there can be a drug that'll, let's say, take a felon, and he'll no longer be a felon after taking the drug. No, it's not possible. How would it be possible? They can't They're make going people, to fucking go to jail. They can't even make people happy with the fucking no. pill. No, they give people happy <laughs> pills, and they fucking uh, kill themselves. We're going to give you this drug... Okay. And you're going to feel better and more centered. Sounds and then they good. come back the next day and you're just fucking hanging from your belt. I saw Cindy Adams basically um, took this Loren thing and blamed it on Mick <laughs> and all of her friends. Oh, my God. That they could have done something. Cindy it- Adams might be the worst fucking <laughs> you, second worst human being that hasn't thought things out that ever lived. Um, Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Hey, I want to ask Fez what he thought the purpose of prison is for. Is it for punishment? Is it for correction? What's the purpose of sending someone to prison? They, this person, if you, this person given this drug, would still think they've served their prison sentence. In their mind, they have served the time. So they are going there, to a mind prison. But there's no rehabilitation in your in your way. There's because. We can't sit there and exactly map out what happens in their thousand years. No, but I don't know if there's another drug that goes with it for rehabilitation. Do you honestly think that we can make drugs that just rehabilitate people? No, I mean, we can't even do this thousand-year drug yet. Uh, we have tickets to give away today for Chelsea Handler. It's a You're Gonna Be Kidding Me tour live. And these tickets are if you are in the Dallas area. So that's at the Verizon Theater in Dallas on Friday, March 28th. Approximate retail value, $200. Transportation not included. So that's Chelsea Handler in Dallas this coming Friday. We have two pairs of tickets to give away for that show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mark Cuban says that the um, greed is going to destroy the NFL if they keep going with this plan of football Thursday through uh, Monday nights, where there's only two nights of the week, and if they go uh, full seven days, that that is just going to be like who wants to be a millionaire and end up damaging the show, damaging the game, and that'll be the end of it. 
I think they should actually try this and see how much football people will actually take. Well, you got the short term and then you got the long term. And, uh, you know, football is one of those games that used to almost every game mattered. And now it uh, really doesn't anymore. Even Monday night games last season didn't seem... They were, a, they weren't very good, and a lot of them didn't matter at all. Well, you don't know if they're going to be good when you put together the schedule, because the parody thing is so fucked up. I mean, you've got Blowhard who's given up on next year, <laughs> but there's really no reason any team should feel out of it. Or any team should feel great about it. They could make it like Millionaire. Just make Bernie Mac the host. That'd be pretty awesome. Commissioner, did he just say Bernie Mac? Yeah, he said Bernie. Mac. You know Bernie Mac's oh, passed away, right? Cedric the Entertainer. Jesus. You're a fucking racist, dude. It's coming out. It's coming you to caught light. Me. I am glad Fez whipped your ass today. You got clips, son. CBS was getting attacked for uh, putting a little kid crying at the Kansas game. Who attacked him, Russia? Uh, no, it was um, Twitter attacked CBS, the Twitterverse. People furious with CBS that they kept cutting to a shot of this little kid crying as Kansas got knocked out of the NCAA tournament. Well, it wasn't so much um, cry- crying, but look underneath it. They went, look at this little pussy. <laughs> Oh, boo-hoo, your basketball team lost. The then graphics they, they, probably didn't need to be included. They called it Iquim. <laughs> going to take an official timeout. Uh, here's a shot of that crying little bit before we go to break. <laughs> there he is, crying. Go ahead, Carrot Top. Cry your eyes out. Boy, his parents must be embarrassed. What team was he rooting for? Kansas. Against Stanford. You think he was crying then? Where till he gets to fucking school today? <laughs> they probably fucking hit him with every lunchbox in the place. It's like a new fish in prison. They just uh, has had something in my eye for half an hour. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, my hopes and dreams. My dad had a lot of money on that game. I uh, wanted us to win. A college I, basketball team I, lost. I don't, I've seen adults cry when their fucking team lost. Ugh. Especially college. This is going to end up working good for this kid. He's going to get to meet the team and the coach and everything. That they team, always do that. that where That team won't even look at each other anymore. Well, that team's gone. Meet a bunch of losers? Bunch of choke artist punks? They're his losers. Well, they finally had someone that wasn't like a hot girl crying at the end of the game. They just look every time like the team is losing. It's a college I bet you game. liked this uh, better, didn't you, Clip? It was great. Young kid. Take your time. Okay. You got the stick. We got all the DA in the world, brother. I was kidding. The NFL also wants to ban um, the goalpost dunk. That's one of the things that's on the list now. Thank God. Thank God we're banning banning that. Uh, Here's uh, Dave in... Dallas, how you doing, Dave? I'm doing well. How are you doing? How are you guys doing today? Uh, what can we do for you, buddy? Uh, yeah, I was just calling in response to the Chelsea Handler ticket. Seeing as I live here, I was in my car driving back from lunch. I listen to you guys every day. And Who are you going like, to take? Why not? Who are you going to take with you? Uh, I'm not sure. This I'm is not a... married, so I got uh, got some options. You're, uh, you are married or you're not married? 
No, I'm not married. Oh. See, if you got a girl, I think that's the perfect thing. You're like, uh, want to go see Chelsea Handler tonight. Look at this. Right. Girls are crazy about her. Yeah, we're going to give you those tickets. Uh, Sean, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah, I'd like to take my uh, 89-year-old grandmother. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. Uh, yeah. Fez, let, give that plug out again. All right, buddy, hold on. You've won a pair of tickets to Chelsea Handler on her Uganda Be Kidding Me tour. That's live at the Verizon Theater in Dallas uh, this coming Friday, March 28th. Approximate retail value is $200, transportation not included. So hold on, we'll get your information. And that was the two pairs of the Chelsea Handler tickets that we had for today. Everyone else hang up. You're losers. Start crying like that little kid. <laughs> Except for the two guys that won, you stay, you stay on. Yeah. The rest of you... You guys stop crying. <laughs> yeah. Or cry with happiness, which is fine crying. <laughs> if you're so happy with your tickets. Because you're going to get it in on Thursday. Um, I saw... I. Uh, I saw this on the iBang and thought it was interesting. Oh, then tell it to us, because we love to be... What are you sorry for? That sounded stupid to say. No, I love to hear things that are interesting. Well, uh, Teller from Penn & Teller um, won a lawsuit over a copied magic trick. Copied? Yeah, someone copied one of his magic tricks, put it on YouTube, was going to show how it was done and everything. And actually, Teller was able to sue him for doing this, even though magic tricks aren't copyrightable. I thought for sure a magic trick, especially if you worked it out, put it in your act, you could uh, get a copyright on that. I don't know how that works. Because I see a lot of magicians doing the same tricks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's apparently how it's worked, since um, uh, they weren't going by the copyright on the magic trick. Um, it was a trick where Teller pantomimes his way through it. Now, pantomime routines are copyrightable. Hmm. So the fact that the guy was just copying his pantomime and that um, Anne had copied a bunch of different elements of the trick, Teller was still able to win in court. All right, Teller. I thought it was a very exciting for him because that's, sort of, that's something that shouldn't, he shouldn't have been able to win. There's people that have sued over magic tricks before and ended up losing. I never knew all this. I thought if somebody could figure it out, it's theirs. You know, they just change it a little bit. That's the way I think it should be. If someone figures it out, they should be able to slap a, uh, a copyright on there. No, but I'm saying if I could figure out what you're doing, it's like a card trick isn't copyrighted. Right, right. So why would a bigger trick be copyrighted? Because I think that becomes more of a signature part of like the Penn and Teller show or oh, Penn and Teller's illusion. This piece is definitely a signature of theirs. They've been doing it forever. Isn't that dance move kind of pantomime? I mean, yeah. Why can't they just like? I'm the fucker that came up with the Charleston. No one ever gives me credit. Holy shit! Must be yeah. rolling in it. Uh, came up with the horse, mashed potato. Came up with a lot of fucking shit. I don't get credit for. Innovator. I started doing the stroll when no one was. What about the pop and lock? I do the f- no. That's too fucking modern for me. I do the camel walk though, where I'm just fucking walking like a camel. <laughs> How about, were you responsible for the lean back? Remember that? Lean oh back. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did the lean forward, and they fucking just turned it around. 
they start doing a lean back, but it's essentially the same thing. Come on, Fat Joe. Don't be ripping people off. Is he dead? No, big pun is. That was his buddy. I got those two so fucking confused all the time. Two very large like men. Yeah, I like them both a lot. Is ODB still kicking it? No, he's long gone. Rest in. Pour one out. Dish Network, uh, it says they won't carry WrestleMania this year. Upset with Vince McMahon and uh, the price that he charges for WrestleMania on Dish. Wow. It's gotten ugly, huh? And that's gotten ugly. But they have picked the absolute wrong time to try to go after Vince McMahon and the WWE. Vince started his own network... Where where it's nineteen where it's nine dollar nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month, and that, you get WrestleMania included in that. But that's probably why they don't want to deal with him. That he's giving it out to other places cheaper than he's giving it to them. Yeah, but they throw out the argument like, "Look how awful Vince McMahon is charging this insane price for this four hour show." No, I think what they're saying is he's charging one price to some people. And charging us more money. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Let's suppose everyone went around, uh, you found out that you could buy a fucking pizza for $10. And you're like, that's great. But the same, but someone sent it to fucking Chris for $3. Hell yeah. You don't even care. Even though you love this pizza and cost 10 bucks, you're like, I'm getting fucking ripped off. I'm telling you, I'm loving it at Look, 3 bucks. It's delicious. Look at fucking Chris over it's there. It's great. I think the thing is, what they're saying is, that Vince is just going to start delivering things to the phone in the future, and they won't show up on these networks at all. That was the point of WWE Network. Yeah, I'm sure it'll all go away. Time Warner, all of it. Because there's just no need for those co- to get it through those companies anymore. True. Mila Kunis is pregnant with Ashton Kutcher's baby that got announced from E! Online today. Awful. I always like it when a TV couple actually ends up getting together. Were they a couple on that 70s show? Yeah, they dated on that 70s show. Now they got back together in real life. And now they're engaged and she's pregnant. Was it when she was underage on that show? Because Kutcher better watch that. I don't think the statute of limitations is up. I think that's totally run up, especially if she he's... aborted that baby. <laughs> so that one's fine. Good move. I think. And Madonna has debuted her new look. Going back to the old armpit hair card. When we saw, when we saw earlier photos of her, uh, early in her career, when those pictures came out. Well, it's still like the only really taboo thing she can do. I mean, sure, she can act like having dancing pregnant women on the stage is really so crazy. But, I mean, people are grossed out for... Some reason about women having armpit hair, so I mean, she's kind of doing the right thing if she wants to be shocking. 
I think she should start pushing kneecap hair. Look, check these out. Can you believe how fucking hair they are? Madonna, everybody. I'd be freaked out if she said like just little afros on her goddamn. I got fucking two words for her: greatest hits. Don't try anything new ever. Just fucking strike a pose. Vogue. She's got to stay current, and she knows the kids like yeah. the hair. Current for her is the past. <laughs> Wait for nostalgia, honey. It's not exactly current. She's done this bit before. And I don't know how big it's going to go over with the kids, because even the guys are manscaping. No one has armpit hair anymore. Yes, people do. <laughs> Maybe not girls, but, I mean, dudes aren't manscaping that much. Does everyone in this room have fucking armpit hair? Well, I do. We all do. No, sorry, guys. I <laughs> manscaped it off last night. If I found you out you're manscaping, I'd never stop laughing. <laughs> I gotta, this I gotta, fucker doesn't even have chest hair. No, I'm not a very hairy dude. Gotta shave it off. That big swim mate coming up. <laughs> I'm in the relay. Hold on, we're in the fucking dead air time. We're we're reading. We're silently reading over to ourselves before we read it out loud. Oh, I had sushi the other night with uh, Ethan Hawke. All right, not actually what? Ethan Hawke, but I was in the same restaurant as Ethan Hawke. Where's that written down at? Oh, this is just a little slice of life stuff. Yeah. Hmm. To say hi to him. No, he was with, it was him and someone else and another couple, and it was, it sounded as much as I could eavesdrop, more like a business meeting. He's done our show like three times. Yeah, I was, but it would have been. You know been, what would have been great? If you would have fucking brought him in and sat him into his chair and say it's up to you whether you want to use the headphones or not. What did uh, Melissa Rivers say to you today? I saw her whisper to you during the uh, interview. Oh, she said you're very quiet. Oh, man. I see if that was picked up on the mic. What'd you say to her? I wish you were more quiet. <laughs> Fuck you. Bang, 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 bang. But apparently Ethan Hawke has a big pitch meeting today, because that's what they were talking about. And he was going to do all the talking. Would this be a blind item? No, because we know that it's about Ethan Hawke. Shit's getting out there now. Is this a clip fight? That was all I had. That was a lot, though. What are you going to do the rest of the show now? Um, panic some and try to think of other things to talk about. Bang, 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 bang. Man, that Joan River is amazing today, huh? She's the best. She literally. is the best. Still going, still She's destroying. She's honestly the best. Still crushing it. I feel like go over to this, uh, this Beachman Theater on April 1st where she riffs. <laughs> she loves to, apparently. Honestly, I think that was my favorite Louie that she did. 
Louis coming back soon. But that thing where she was telling her, like, she was like, you work. That's what you do. You just keep going. It was so great and so dead on. And him being forced to work that shitty fucking room. <laughs> the fucking casino. Yeah. <laughs> you get to say you're playing the casino, but then it sucks. Uh, hey, Jack. Jack, you're on the run of Fez show. Clip, fight. Clip, fight. Clip, fight. Clip, fight. Clip, fight. Clip, fight. Here's uh, J.D. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I got a 16-year-old just driving. When he looks at the speedometer, he stops, stutters, goes back and forth, looks out the window and keeps pace. He's smooth. Tell Fuzzy to look up. Look at you guys. Say something off the top of his head. Keep up. Go smooth. Bye, show. I did say something off the top of my head. I mentioned my almost meal with Ethan Hawke. I think you should have went over and said, hey, it's me, Fez, from Ron and Fez. I would have, but he was in a back corner of the restaurant, and it would have been really awkward maneuvering around other tables to get over there. Who are you having sushi with? By myself. Oh. Whatever happened to your buddy Mike? Uh, we haven't hung out in a long time. Hmm. Is he doing his uh, director's uh, show again this year? Um, he told me that um, he's not going to be as involved in it this year. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. But it, it didn't it sound like he was kind of keeping his distance from it. When's the last time you guys hung out? Oh, probably, la- probably like six months ago. Mm. There's not much then. That was going to be your entry into the gay world. Yeah. After the um, dinner party, uh, things didn't go so well after that. What dinner party? I, he took me to a gay dinner party where everybody there was gay. It was right after the Liberace movie came out on HBO. Did they all serve gay foods? Um, can I get you some extra gay food? I have a gay taco. Is gazpacho gay? Depends. If it starts sucking the fucking peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Fez, I can introduce you to some hetero friends. Well, I have hetero friends. The Advice Show. Why don't you just get out there and try something? That would be the important thing. The Advice Show. Have you been on Grinder? The Advice Show. Why don't you change your shirt? Show. Craigslist misconnections. Um, Sean, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Fez, you said that it would have been difficult to weed between the tables back there to uh, see Stephen Hawking. No, or- I didn't say anything about Stephen Hawking. Really? Uh, yeah, I said Ethan Hawk. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Fitz. Don't let him interrupt you. I was done with that story. You got the stink, brother. 
Don't turn this into fucking Flight 370. Oh, Jesus. So you don't fucking make it the whole way. You want to land that bastard smoothly. Um, Bob, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah. I was just wondering. I've always been fascinated by Joan Rivers. Um, I'm, I'm like 51 years old. I remember her on the Tonight Show. I just got to ask you, you guys are in the studio with her. Is she bangable? Chris, first. Yeah. Shelby? Absolutely. We're giving three thumbs up to Bangable. Without a doubt. I told her that that thing that she did with Louie was very sexy. It was sexy. And talk about the exciting <laughs> taboo thing, you know? It's like, you get some. Mm. Mm. Um, here's Mark. Mark, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, Fezzy, um, how about uh, trying maybe something like, you know, a straight guy who's bi-curious, you know, no attachment. The Advice Show. Kind of yeah. Try it out, see what's going on. You like it? Great. If not, there. Well, you just try to be friends with someone. Friends first. Hey, um, Fez has got a birthday coming up. we got to throw a big surprise party for him here. What would you like to do for your birthday, Fez? Uh, we don't need to do anything for that. Oh, yeah. No. I want to do something nice. We can just go to dinner after the show. No. I want to do a madhouse. Drinking, taking pills, smoking weed. <laughs> this sounds great. <laughs> Why don't you do a weed show? We're here in Colorado. No one can, It's not fucking illegal. <laughs> the beautiful series headquarters in Denver. This, that, that sounds like it's uh, another Chris Stanley playing birthday party. I got an idea. If you want, you jump out of a fucking plane. Oh, God. Now it'll kill me. Run with the bulls. You want to run with the bulls? We'll, we'll find some bulls. You want us to just throw baseballs at you? What do you want to do? Um, I hadn't thought of any plans for this birthday. This is a big one. I could run behind the bulls, maybe, for a while. How big is his birthday? (laughs) No, huh? How big is his birthday? It's as big as they get. Now, your sister's coming up for this, right? No. No, she's not. Why not? She wanted to. No, we talked about that, and she's not going to come up. Well, you have her come up now, though. It's way too cold for her and her health. Now that everything's working out, though. Um, I'll wait and see on that. Chris, what would you want to do oh. for his birthday? We should, we got to get him fucking great food. I'd love to get him high. I'd go to his apartment in the morning and smoke a joint with him beforehand. Before you want to do that, Fez? Smoke that herb? Give <laughs> <laughs> him an edible. Oh, yeah, we can get him an edible. Just fucking dose him with acid. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, I can make that happen. I think he's in prison for a thousand years. But you're not in prison, so it's good. The show's been going on for 700 years. (laughs) That's how how that fucking Fez has the stick break felt like it did to me. What do you do during that time that you take off? I scream really loudly at myself inside. Why? To think of something faster, faster, faster. But this, you're just coming up. You've got your page in front of you that you start to read. Yeah, it still doesn't work in my head. Like, do the, do uh, go pick out something and like bring your outer voice to us. Let us hear your outer voice. You Explain go, it to me again. 
In other words, you're saying there's something happens inside your head. Uh-huh. Just fucking give us that dialogue as you get something to do. Or else I'm going to have you do the whole fucking show tomorrow if I feel like there's any dead air. Think of there's a ton of things on this page. Just think of one to talk about. Pick any. Pick one right now. Pick any. I know they all look. I know right now you feel like you can't even read, but pick something and say something right now. The dead air is getting longer. It's getting longer. It's getting longer. It's getting longer. Say something. Say anything. Worry. Just say a couple of words now. Then worry about the next words after that. The dead air is getting so long would you please just say something say something right now that's the sound going off in my head Maybe flip the flip to another page. Think something had to happen over the weekend. You knew there was something you wanted to talk about from the weekend. Uh, think about th- think about that. Try to get that Ethan Hawke story out. By the way, that Ethan Hawke story was a great one. I Did saw you? this guy. Well, I was eating a California roll. Did you order California rolls again? Yeah, I had a California <laughs> roll. Mm. He goes to a place called 1983 Sushi. <laughs> had the California spicy tuna and then something they put together called a summer roll, which was wonderful. Okay, Grandma. Well, I got your medicine for you. and We're going to take you back to your place now. And then we got the California roll, spicy roll, and then they have a roll. Why are you, th- why are you rushing me out? P- please, just, I gotta go. I have an appointment. There was me, Lenny Bruce, Woody Allen, Chick Corea used to come in. Let's see. There was me, Harpo Marx, <laughs> Fred Flintstone, and Jeffrey Gurian. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, tomorrow night's Jeffrey's big night. That's huge on Kroll's show. Yeah. I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to fucking see him either. <laughs> this is, this I'm going to go crazy. It doesn't matter what he's doing. I'm just going to lose my shit. <laughs> just like it's Gurian. <laughs> I think he plays Jeffrey Gurian. Perfect. I mean, he's going to have to top too much tuna. Boom, 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 boom. Um, Josh, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, uh, I, I, the guy with the Stephen Hawking, and I just had this vision of Fez hitting on Stephen Hawking. You know, you, you just seem like <laughs> that story came off like you and Stephen Hawking went and ate a California roll. Yeah, why? He, that was fam- not my intention at all. Did you have to feed him the California roll? I'm trying to have my private dinner. You know what's great about Fez, and th- he's so honest. That he will tell the story even if it's dull. You know, like a lot of fucking funny people would say, oh, I saw fucking Stephen Hawking at the thing, and me and him had a fallout, or I was at a dinner with Stephen Hawking, and he shit himself, whatever. Fez is going to tell you exactly the way it happened. On the other side, I was at a lonely table, I saw Ethan Hawke, and I didn't go over there. The end. Think he has a pitch meeting? Oh, my God. Look who it is. It's BL in Tampa. Hey, BL. 
Jesus, is this a bad time? I'm sorry. I apologize, fellas. Why would you say it's a bad time? Well, all of a sudden, I don't know. I just know it's Fezzi's birthday. A lot's happening. He's got sushi in his mouth. Ethan Hawk's across the way. <laughs> and here's the great part about New Yorkers. Hello. Yeah. You don't approach people when they're eating, Bennington. Would you and your lovely family, I'll leave it at that, you guys are having a nice uh, Jackson's Hole hamburger, my if, favorite place in New York. If a guy who did the show three times, if I saw him in a restaurant, I'm going to say, hey, how you doing? You know what? I'd sit there and stalk and wait and have about five more green teas, wait it out. Now, just follow me on this. Desi was always taught to never approach. Like, he used to be around the NFL players, and you guys know all the sports people he's been around. Do not ever approach him, right? So he was probably being polite. Is that right, Fez? Well, I just thought it would be awkward because I would have had to climb through some tables and come up behind him. The Advice Show. Seems like I'm getting advice this time from Brenda Lee. But don't you think that he could have had some green teas, waited it out, and then hurried up? He already knows the fucking guy. It's not like it was somebody we've never had on the show before. I know. I didn't mean to talk over you, but as Ethan was grabbing his umbrella, I would have just casually bumped into him with my slicker and said, Hey, buddy, I'm Fez from the Ron and Fez and Chris show. Is that how you go picking up Famous Dick, BL? (laughs) With a slicker? Yeah, when's the last time you had some Famous Dick? (laughs) I have never had Famous Dick. (laughs) I just want to know. There was a certain general manager. Oh, come on, man. Why why doesn't BL's life ever prosper forward? Don't we ever get to talk about new things with BL? Nothing. What, Just what, what my is 80s past of screwing a couple guys. All right, let's let's talk about furniture repainting. What are you working on? Oh, that's boring. I repaint furniture. We know that, and I know, and I'm I'm flattered. I'm you guys let me on for even two minutes. I'm I'm serious. But when you I thought you were going to come up and stay with Fez for a while. I had, I had meetings for you. No, nobody will call me back. I'm sick of you people. You know what? I got free hotel. I got free stay. I got a couple of, uh, Southwest tickets for drink coupons. I got myself a nice uh, CC and Coke on my way. Nice. <laughs> you know Canadian what? Club. I don't need a ride. I don't need a ride. I know how to get around the city. I don't need crap. I just can't get an invite. I don't want to sleep on Fez's floor. He's too private. And the Benningtons aren't going to invite me over. I barely have your home number. That annoys me that you even have that. <laughs> I Nobody has Ron Pennington's home number. I don't even know if your dad does. No, I have a thing with my dad that if he needs to reach me, he just puts an X on this tree, and I'll get back to him. Oh, I'm kidding. It's like Russian spies. Huh? I'm sorry, honey. I thought you might have saw a movie before. Um, Let me take it back to something that you could understand. It's a fucking wings and a side of fries. Bring them to my table immediately. I'm a first Hooters girl. Big deal. I don't like plugging. Hey, I saw we lost Lags the other day, huh? Yeah, Lags, the largest shareholder, 62 years old, died of uh, colon cancer. He fought it 10 years, you guys. This guy had everything. I don't want to go into it because they're still in the process, but this man had really no family, never married. He was not. Alternative, he just loved life, boating, and giving 
the Hooters family or the peop- the restaurant people, you couldn't even bring a bag of chips on board. I'd try to be respectful at 22 when I was boating out there. We'd be heading like to, God, who knows, the Key West or wherever they go, Marsh Harbor. I'd be like, Lax, could I bring these chips, a bottle of wine, BL? It's going over. You can't bring anything on the boat. He was just a class act, and yeah. it's just in the middle of the whole thing. It's Ed Drosty, one of the Hooters owners, of course, his best friend from Iowa. Midwesterners, so good people, good people. So who do you leave his? Who do you leave his will to? Uh, you know, I don't know. Ed listens all the time. What's that? Honey, I lost you. I'm sorry. What happened? Yeah, what happened to you? I don't know. My back. Yeah, you're back. Okay, sorry. Uh, I don't know where his empire goes. We're going to honor him next week uh-huh. in South Florida. He was uh, he owns like all the Miami Beach area and Fort Myers, and then he had uh, most control of the Vegas Hotel, which wasn't always successful, but it still was his dream. Yeah. And, uh, well, he did well putting Slayton in it. For me. Um, so how's that he doing? Okay. He's doing great. He uh, went to, like I said, they were best friends. And, and to bury your best friend, that's when you get that eye opener. And, oh, yeah, uh, that's my dream. Know, we all well, we see it with our parents. And I'm 51. You guys are, you know, right in that area. But all the people listening to your show, they've had that severe cancer person. They've had that loss yeah, of parents. Yeah, ours is Shelby. Ours is uh, young Shelby has it. Now you're fucking oh. bringing it up like he can't win. Thanks. You want to, you know, <laughs> I'm not me making that up, y'all. It's not a funny thing that you just did. No, it's not funny. I yeah. just love Shelby. I'm so sorry he's dead. And he's not dead, but he has cancer. Oh, when's he going to die? Don't even say stuff like that, B.L. All right. God bless him. I'll be praying to the baby Jesus tonight. When's the last time Lynn called you back? Lynn Austin? Yeah, was that Clinton years? She texts me. Okay. I'm friends with everybody. I'm just kind of quiet right now. You ever gone through that time of life where you don't know who you are, kind of like Ed does? Um, they say a lot of that comes from paint thinner damage, so you got to be careful. <laughs> well, I'm not going to hold you guys up. I paint furniture for a living. I'm I got your of- meetings with bosses. I got you on the Jenny Hutt uh, get-together. You know, you do our show, so... You know, let Fez know when you guys are going to work this out. I thought the last time we talked, you guys were going to do it together. Well, I would love to do it. And my future plan is to answer phones for you guys anytime you ever need me. That just struck that's just struck veto. All right, honey, we'll talk to you later. I'd be, I'd, I listen to the people that won off three, four, five days for no reason up there on your staff. And I'm thinking, I'd do that's, anything. That's Chris Stanley. Once. You did take a lot of days off, though. Two, two personal days. Chris Stanley has a hangnail. He needs a day off. Oh, bullshit, That is BL. fucking bullshit. true, BL. She's talking shit. That is true. I'm just busting your And I can trust BL with my life. You can trust me with your I'm life. I'm just kidding you, Chris. I don't know if you are. I told you last time how much I love you, and you do such a great job. You three are you three are off. You gotta remember, Chris is on the bubble right now. Aw. Yeah. I'm battling Sorry, for him buddy. every day. Although Shelby, for whatever reason, is beloved. That I don't get. Things are well, upside we gotta get down. Shelby. We got to get Shelby across the finish line. I'm coming up for Fez's birthday. When, how many radio stations you and Shawnee own now? 
That's my ex-boyfriend. I don't want to talk about him. Every How many day. radio stations does he have? He, he dates a surgeon. I don't speak to him. He's not my friend like that. Okay? What happened? You, what was I'm the falling having, out about? I'm not having sex with anybody because you know what? I got body hair everywhere. I make Madonna. I the like last time you guys called me, uh, you seemed, everybody seemed really whacked out. We're talking about sending a private jet. Jesus. I don't do drugs. All everybody wants a piece of Ron Bennington. I wanted you to be on one of the FM talk stations in Tampa Bay, but mm. Tampa's where all the crazies live. They say yeah. we're all effed up here, man. Yeah, I know you are. I mean, I stopped cussing. I gave up cussing for Lent. I've said like nine f words. Okay, honey, I can't keep rambling on like this. This is too nuts. I know. Yeah. No, it's boring. It's boring. The listeners don't bore the listeners, Benny. Okay, take care. I'm coming up. Can I get a, a returned email from Chris Stanley or somebody to help? Yeah, just return door? the fucking email, Chris. Oh, <laughs> Stop wow. fucking around. Come up when it gets yeah, warm. Chris. Come up in. Come up in May. We'll do the town up right. Up. I'll do answer the phones and deliver the coffee. All right. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. Look at her. She'd love to be here. She's very excited. What about you, Fez? Would you love to be here? Yeah, I'd love to be here. I am here. Yeah, but I'm at like today on the air. Yeah, I should be here b- better. Huh? What are you talking about? Why can't you talk crazy like BL does? Just go off in zany ways. I wonder what uh, happened between her and my old boss. Something terrible. Weird. That they won't even talk anymore. Wow. I wonder if she aborted his kid or what happened. You think that's like positive? Get, I don't like to get personal with these with them, you know, on the air. But it sounds like somebody aborted a kid to not even talk. See, abort- I just hope not because they're not that type. Yeah, I like to be dating a surgeon, though. You're pretty cool, guy surgeon. <laughs> what? I'm saying in a different world. Some in a world where gayness was accepted. Oh, okay. Is there Not anything other one. than a guy surgeon? Not as far as my fucking shit goes. Nice. <laughs> I'd rather suck a dick than let a woman take my fucking kidney out. Uh, Jarrett, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, buddies. How you doing? Good, man. I caught you doing it, and now I'm doing it, sitting here, humming the tune to the Apache instrumental. Bum, 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 jump on it. Yeah. There's our team, grabbing and imaging. <laughs> Watch, let's see how quick we get, grab it. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Not even taking it from where it... Get going. It's that time. It is that time. Take care, everybody. We'll see you in here uh, tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. You know what you've been doing? 
You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.